What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, time running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most dreamy, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. <laughs> well, I love this. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brett Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 2.260 around here. If you're on the YouTubes, we had a little bit of a false start, and uh, I think my camera's still jacked up. Anyways, we'll I'll get that figured in the, in the break. But uh, anyway, so appreciate everybody that is joining us live here tonight. Let's see if I can get the Zoom door. Zoom. Like, like, how about if I go all the way back here? Let's try it like this, and then if I come in back. Nah, that didn't work either. But anyways, we'll get it figured out here in a minute. But anyways, appreciate Back is it. better. If you can do it. Nice, nice. Oh, we get you a megaphone. It's, ca- it's casual Wednesday. <laughs> there we go. But yeah. So yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So appreciate everybody joining us here for episode number two point two six zero of Raiders Fan Radio. Everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Uh, cool Kev is in there. Tyrone Graves is in there. Duke City Raider. Raider Nomad, uh, he says, you're wearing face paints. I black, and I can't wait to tell you why. Uh, John Ogle is in there. Ron the Materator is in there. Atticus B. Rockin', Super Him. Raider Gears and Threads, that's our buddy Jay. Uh, Tiderator is in there. Uh, Buddha's in there. Uh, Georgia Patriot is in there. What's up, Georgia Patriot? Ebony Graves. 
LV Maximus, so many of our good friends are in there. William Holcomb, who we're going to hear from later on tonight. I appreciate all of you so very, very much for joining us for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, we got a ton to get to tonight, so I'm going to go ahead and start passing it around the room. I'm going to pass it over to the man that is my real-life uncle, not yours, just mine. Uh, he adorns the western annex of the Merce Fan Cave guest. He is the one and only, the legendary Uncle Mosh. You know, I might be, uh, I might be some of their uncles. <laughs> we had uh, we had a few family members that uh, that made the rounds. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying nothing on not, not nothing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's good to be back. Hey, Mosh, how are you? Good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I am excited to be here. As always, it's always good to play. It's always good to come come have fun, be a little irreverent, take a lighter side journey into the dark side. That's what I'm talking about. Relax, took boys a- and girls. It's just one game. Just, it's just one game. It's just one game. It's, it's like we, we talked about this in the offseason. I said, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when we after we lose our first game? You're going to freak out? You're going to go trade your shit in for baby blue? What are you going to do? Right? What are you gonna, no. Relax. It's okay. Take a deep breath. <sighs> there you go. Let the soothing, dulcet tones of Uncle Mosh wash over there you. It is. As there it is. As you relax back into a lighter journey into the dark Just side. Come here on. with us here at Raiders Fan Radio. Yeah, yeah, you got it. We're running out of time. My <laughs> life is running out of lifespan. All right, so that uh, th- that soundbite was queued up by my best friend and yours from the Southern Annex of the Western Annex of the Murph Fan Cave Desk. We call him Swag Jeff. Well, yeah. Hey, Swaggo. The season is over. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, the season is over. We need I to trade Derek ya. Carr. The, the only person, the only people that need to be on the team is Nate Hobbs and Devontae Adams. Everyone else is garbage. We need to trade everyone away. The season's over. Just kidding. It's going to be no, okay. It's, it's it. It's ball but, but you know, I've been spending a lot of time on the Twitter, and that's what everyone else is saying <laughs> that I should yeah. feel. So, yeah. but Are they man, going nuts? You know I don't tweet. No, no. They're, I thought you said you, you tweet. Well, I said that oh, for the you just said it. Oh, you just said it for the soundbite. Don't bite. be a bitch. <laughs> don't start off. Don't start off the first three seconds. You know I'm still on a, on a hit you hiatus. Jeez, oh, Pete. <laughs> good grief. But, hey, it's good to be. It was good to be here. It oh, was going to be yeah. here, you know. We got a little infighting going on here. Yeah, a little bit. Jeez, OP. Yeah, holy cow, man. You're Ooh. fired up after the <laughs> well, game. Yeah, we got technical difficulties. We got cameras not working. We got all kinds of slags. Apparently, I'm going to be blurry. Like, people, let's do like, like, Are you yeah, blurry? Like, I am. I am. I'm blurry. I don't know why. But anyways, that's okay. You, you usually are blurry about I'm 8.30. Clear. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. And after about five of those things you're drinking yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, well, yeah. About, let's see. Maybe maybe the Raider logo on my glass will bring it back into focus. Yeah, maybe just because work. it's clear doesn't mean it's not not been spiked Oh, look, there it did. It worked. Hey! hey, hey. Raiders coming right, in clutch, bro. There coming in clutch. So all you need to do is just drink a little bit, and then everything looks crystal clear. That's it. There I got, it I got, I got, I got, no, now no, don't no. move. Okay. Quit moving. That's <laughs> right. because I talk too much with my hands, I think. Maybe I'll try this here. Okay. Oh. Hey, hey. Okay. All right. Enough about that. All right. Let's move on. Let's get to... Uh, so, Swag Jeff. Yes. Here at the top, top, top of the show. <laughs> Which top? It's the tippy top of the show. Oh, the tippy, tippy we're top. Like, the second we're like, one. We're like three minutes in. Oh. Yeah. Three okay. Minutes, yeah, time's 10. Um, yeah, sure. And uh, so, you always take our episode number, 2.260. And you tie it back to something significant within Raider Nation and Swag Jeff. Who do, what do we have tonight? Yeah, so episode 260, we don't have to go that far back for this episode. So we're going back to December 4th, 2016. And we're going to be talking about the game. It's the Oakland Raiders versus the Buffalo Bills. I don't oh, know if you remember this ooh, game. Yeah, we so, yeah. so the Raiders trailed in this game 24-9 to midway through the third quarter. 
and then the Raiders began to work. They ended up coming back, and they won the game 38-24 to that that game, which was the biggest comeback in 16 years uh, for the Raiders. So Derek Carr threw two touchdown passes that game, but more importantly, he threw for 260 yards. Nice one, Jack. Well, yeah. Nicely done. So that was was actually the comeback of the century for the Raiders. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it was because it was uh, it was 2016. It was the biggest comeback since. Oh, well, yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. Oh, nicely done. Good call. Good call. Nicely Good call. Done. Nicely done. Hey, Swag Jeff, we've got a uh, we've already got a donation in there in the chat room. Shout that out and let's talk a little bit about uh, where that money yeah. goes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, so we got a 1911 donation from Aaron the Q Dog Raider. Uh, he says, uh, "Let me scroll back up because I want to." Uh, it says, "Greetings, nation. All hail Queen Libby." And so, if you know Queen Libby, that's uh, Mojo's wife. And much thoughts and, yes, and, and prayers go to uh, to Mojo and his family and Libby and all that. And then uh, and then a twenty dollar donation from Pineapple that says I need therapy after Sunday. So here's a little payment for me talking for talking me down off the ledge. So so yeah. So much respect to you guys. Thank you so much. That all goes to the One Nation Foundation. Uh, so we started this nonprofit not too long ago when we realized we can make money doing the show, and so we give it all away to Raiders related charities. So so every year uh, we donate to the Bolitnikoff Foundation. So a few years ago, we donated 2000 Last year, we donated four, and we are well on our way to eight this year. So, And that's all because of Raider Nation. Uh, you guys, all the donations, all the direct donations via PayPal, all that stuff, merch purchases, uh, using our Fanatics links, using our uh, Amazon Smile, all that stuff, all that goes to the One Nation Foundation. We don't make a dime off of that. It all goes to Raider-related charities. And so speaking of which, uh, we, uh, we have this football right here, Ooh. and I'm holding it up right here, and this was sent to us by our good, good friends, uh, my third best friend in the whole entire world. Oh, that's, yeah. that, that's the GOAT, Charles <laughs> Woodson. So uh, so Charles Woodson and the folks over at Woodson Whiskey, if you're not drinking Woodson Whiskey, do it. Just do it. It's like Nike. Woodson Whiskey. Well, there just, you go. Just, just do it. Just freaking do it already. You know what I mean? So they sent us this signed football, said, hey, give it to the One Nation Foundation. So next week, a week from today. So don't the donations, obviously, we're thankful for every donation, but that won't go towards this. So next week, September 21st, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, right before the Titans game, which we are all super excited about. Uh, $10 donation. Each $10 donation will get you one poker chip into the running to win this thing. We're going to do it big. Send it out in style. We're racking up money for the One Nation Foundation and it's going to be an awesome thing. So, yeah, get in the mix, man. It's going to be awesome. Right on. Good stuff, Swag Jeff. And so for those of you that don't know, we um, like, he, like he said, when we started uh, making money with the show, we, we realized quickly that we wanted to give it all of, all of it away. And uh, so we formed our own nonprofit. So we have our own nonprofit called the One Nation Foundation, and we give to strictly Raiders-related charities. And I want to let you guys know a little bit of something about um, where this money is going to go. So, And for those of you that are you know banging the table waiting for us to talk about the Raiders, you're going to hear about that plenty. Uh, uh, but first, we do want to catch catch you up on this because this is what kind of this is what what this is all about is that we, we're we're taking all this money and we're giving it away to Raiders related charities and and most importantly this year the largest donation is going to go to the Bolitnikoff Foundation. The Bolitnikoff Foundation uh, we've talked before about how it fosters a place called Tracy's Place of Hope um, that was built in remembrance of his daughter Tracy who was taken from us way too soon and it offers rehabilitative services and sanctuary for young women who are at risk of domestic violence and substance abuse. Um, now, uh, also to go along with it, there is the Blitnikoff Center of Hope. And I'm going to read you a little article real quick because uh, I want you to know that this is where your money's going and it's going to great, great causes. And, um, and this, is, uh, this is your money in action right now. Consider all those past donations that Jeff mentioned that we've got helped fund what, exactly what I'm getting ready to tell you about. 
The mission of the Dublin-based Bolitnikoff Foundation is to commemorate Tracy Bolitnikoff's life and her untimely death and to enable young people to realize their full potential through the support of community and education programs. These programs effectively address the related problems of substance and, and abuse and domestic violence. Um, and uh, this is all, of course, according to, pro, uh, to Fred Bolitnikoff, uh, Oakland Raiders legend, and, and his wife, Angela. The foundation honors the life and memory of Fred's daughter, Tracy. After a troubled youth, Tracy successfully graduated from an adult rehab, rehab program, began as a treatment counselor, and was working to raise money for a treatment program specifically for teenagers when her promising young life was cut short by an ex-boyfriend in 1999. In the year 2000, the foundation created Tracy's Place of Hope, a residential program for adolescent girls in crisis with mental health and substance abuse problems. Later, it partnered up uh, with Kiona Holmes uh, for teens to expand the program and to help more teens escape drug addiction, trafficking, and domestic violence. Recently, the foundation completed the new Bolitnikoff Center of Hope, a 2,000-square-foot facility designed to offer complimentary and unlimited counseling and activities for high-risk teens that are residents of Tracy's Place of Hope. Um, the former counseling room uh, was about the size of a closet. The foundation um, states, of course, this is Angela here, I wanted to build them a proper space so that they may heal. They needed a place where they could laugh, cry, or scream and still feel safe, safe from retribution or shame. The nearby Bolitnikoff Center of Hope provides three counseling rooms for the residential program, one for the lead counselor, one for one-on-one -on -one counseling, and one for family counseling. Uh, when she passed away, Fred and I didn't want her, her, her dream to die with her. It's truly amazing that Tracy is still giving back to the community she wanted to help. All the teens that attend Tracy's Place of Hope come uh, to us as an empty shell with little or no hope at all. Tracy's Place of Hope gives them hope for the future. We see it all the time, now being the beautiful, loving home that, it, that, that, that finds them joy, confidence, and strength, and how to handle life as it comes at them. It's truly a miracle. The foundation is an active family affair for the couple. Fred and I do just about everything. Um, we have found, uh, we, we found that we have better success rate and raise more funds if Fred and I are hands-on. Everyone who works for the program uh, and for the foundation is a volunteer. The foundation's low overhead allows it to support more programs. So there you go. And then there's, there's three big events they host every single year, uh, and that is the 5K Race for Life, the Bolitnikoff Foundation Crab Fest. That's what we attend, and we present the check that comes from you guys, and then the Fred Bolitnikoff Hall of Fame Invitational Celebrity Golf Tournament. So uh, I know that's a lot to throw at you, Raider Nation, but we want you to know that that's 100% where your money's going, and it's going to do great things. So even... You know, when, when we, when, if you enter into these raffles and if you don't come away with anything, just know this. It ain't buying us tickets. It ain't buying us cameras that don't work. It's going to the Bolitnikoffs <laughs> to, to fund Tracy's Place of Hope yes. in the Bolitnikoff and, Center. And those are uh, in the Bay Area, right? Yes, sir. And, and just in Dublin. Yeah. yeah, in Dublin. Dublin, okay. California. Yep. Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. And open to anybody. Yes, sir. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Was that me? Yes. Sorry. This is Trent Sig, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Just win, baby. Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip, zip up, up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. 
How about emailing me? You want to email me? You want to email, email me. me. At show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that <laughs> social media stuff swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tak. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there, Twitch. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. Good. Oh, that's oh, pretty strong one. That's pretty strong. Solid, yeah, solid cool. effort. Solid effort all the way around. Uh, good stuff there, guys. We appreciate everybody joining us tonight. So, uh, hey, Swag, shout out the chat room, and then uh, let's give some respect. Absolutely. So Paul is in there. Paul, uh, Raider oh, Gears and Paul. Threads, William Holcomb, Ebony Graves, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Kevin the Raider Nerd, Atticus B. Rockin', uh, Fabricator Gill, Bugsy Raider's in there, GA Patriot's in there, uh, Chris Rubio's in there. William Holcomb's in there. Raider Nation 801 Central's in there. Pineapple's in there. Our buddies Silver and Black uh, today are in there. Uh, Ron the Materator's in there. Let's see. Pineapple. Oh, my gosh. We got the whole crew. PSP Raiderette, whose birthday is the 22nd, so she said she really wants to win this football. Oh, so, so get nice. in the mix there, Perfect. and happy Perfect. early birthday to you and all that. And Michelle Sweat's in here. So, yeah, we got the whole crew, man. That's ready awesome. to roll. That's awesome. Swaggy J Nation It's time for a little respect You know Respect ain't bought It ain't sold It ain't demanded It ain't negotiated It's earned And without blowing smoke Or giving shameless plugs We want to say salute And much respect To the following folks All right, so here at the top of the show, we like to give eh, we like to give a little bit of respect. We don't do props, we don't do shout-outs. There's nothing wrong with those things, but we're Italian. We like to give, give a little bit of respect. So first, I'm going to toss it over to my best friend and yours over there at the Western Annex of the Southern Annex of the Murph Fan Cave Desk to swag Jeff to hear who he's going to lead us off with with a little bit of respect. Absolutely, and this will be on respect for, uh, for a long time. It'll be on respect for, for probably the next year, at least, anyway, because uh, we're going to give re- respect to T-Public. T-Public. So T-Public, man. Much, much, much respect. Uh, if, you're, if you're on the, uh, the video, you can see I'm, I'm rocking our brand new uh, alternate DADC shirt. Show that thing is, off, dude. Yeah, that thing's sexy. A- absolutely, man. So it's right there. So so it's just the clean, just the letters, DADC. It's our uh, ACDC uh, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams shirt. It's freaking money. It's awesome. I love it. It's my new favorite shirt in the whole wide Where world. Where can they get that shirt? They from? could get that shirt at uh, <laughs> at our T Public website. So uh, so yeah. So we will post the link in the uh, in our link section of this episode of Raiders Fan Radio, and you can also go to uh, uh, RaidersFanRadio.com/gear and click. 
click the t-shirt link and that'll take you directly to our store at T Public. So so much much respect to them. They have given us a massive massive donation for to the One Nation Foundation for Thank uh, you. yeah. Thank you T Public. They, they they have they have provided the shirts. They provided all the shirts that we're going to be selling at Acme Feed and Seed for the Bussin' with the Boys Raiders Fan Radio co-tailgate uh, uh September 25th uh for the Raiders Titans game. It's super awesome and much 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 respect to Christina. Christina is our sales rep for T Public, and she uh, she comes in clutch all the time. She's actually they offered before they even sent all these shirts. They offered to uh, you know you know how at the end of our raffles and stuff, so we'll, we'll send T shirts and stuff right, like right, that. Right, right. So she watched that show and goes, "What are you guys paying for that stuff for? Just send me their addresses and I got them." Nice. And so yeah, so she's shipped out shirts. She shipped out a shirt to, to I think Big Shane and and uh, OG Daniel and all those people like in, in the last couple weeks. So so much much respect. And she came in even more clutch this, this week. This is massive. This dude. is unbelievably massive. So uh, so our our package for our for our tailgate, the forty shirts that were so generously donated to us, uh, the package got lost. Like lost, lost. Like lost, lost. So which pentejo lost the package? Well, yeah. So so Christina had to save us from the pentejo of the week, and that is UPS. Pendejo. 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 Yeah, so thank you, thank you, Christina. You are you are awesome. We're so glad that you are a sales rep. And yes, thank you for saving us from the brown trucks. Yeah. Oh my you god, know? Yeah. United Pendejo uh, service. Yeah, that. Oh, that's oh, it. Nice. You got that exactly right. So, so she just so without hesitation, she said, "Okay, I'll send forty more." Just send us a whole nother. Just box send of us shirts. a whole nother box of shirts. So yeah, so unbelievable. Jeez, unbelievable. So, so very very cool. Yes. Thank you, Christina, and thank you to all the good good folks at T Public. We appreciate you hooking us up around here at Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, a couple folks in the chat asking about where you can get those shirts. Well, you can buy it online right now, or if you want to buy it live from us. And where can you buy it at? Where's our tailgate? We're going to be at Acme Feed and Seed. So I'm going to go and jump into the tailgate portion of this, guys. Um, we're going to be at Acme Feed and Seed, which is on the corner of First and Broadway. Um, that will be the Sunday before the game starts. It's literally the only thing between uh, you and Nissan Stadium from Acme is the Tennessee River. And there's a bridge that goes right over across it, takes you to the stadium. So you can come over to uh, Acme Feed and Seed, hang out with us, drink all the way to 1145 and be in your seats before kickoff. Um the, and, and we're very thankful to, to let you know, if you don't, that we're going to be partnered on this tailgate with the folks from Bussin' with the Boys. So that's Will Compton. That's, of course, Taylor will be playing that day, so he won't be there. But our good Marv buddy. Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? <laughs> but That'd our, be me, bitch. <laughs> but our good buddy Garrett, uh, JP, uh, Jack, Blas, the whole yep. uh, Bussin' crew will be there. Yep. And uh, so we appreciate those guys very, very much and, uh, and the partners that they've been in this. In fact, Swag and I are going to be up there on Friday and kind of scout out what our shooting locations are going to be and all that stuff. So if you aren't coming to the game, uh, pay attention to the YouTube channel. We're going to have tons of content coming at you. Uh, so look out for that. But if you are coming, it starts at 10 o'clock. That is Sunday, September 25th. Starts at 10, goes right up to game time. And uh, and, and it's going to be a blast. It's yeah. going to be, I mean, it's going to be a, a, a rocking ruckus. I mean, Raider Nation's going to take over. So many of our good friends are going to be there. We've got like 100 people that we've heard of <laughs> that are awesome. coming to this thing. Um, you know, different content creators like our buddy Graf will be there. Um, tons of you that are regular to this show and uh, whatnot. It's just going to be a really, really good time. So speaking of the bus and tailgate and the fun that we're going to have, 
I got to give a little bit of respect to our buddy Will because. And what's the other guy's name? Oh, my Will? God. He was Will asked, Compton. Oh, Will Compton. Right, right, right. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so we gotta, I got to give a little bit of respect to Will. This is so damn funny. Okay, so Mosh, you came out with your prediction this offseason that the Chiefs were not going to make the playoffs. Right. You have a cooperator. Cooperator? Cooperator. Yeah. My hot take of the NFL season, the Chiefs are not making the playoffs. Raiders are going to win. Chargers are going to get in as well in that wild card spot because I think the Chargers are going to be nice. I also think the Broncos are pretty fucking good, and I just don't think the Chiefs are making the playoffs this year. That's my hot take of the year. They're not even making the fucking playoffs. Fuck you, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need that clip right yeah. there on my soundboard. Isn't that hilarious? That's amazing. Yeah. F you, Travis Kelsey. That's great. All right, so one of the one of the bits that we do around here, we haven't done it in a long time, was tailgating too much. Yeah, and so after week one, after Will declares that the Chiefs aren't going to make the playoffs, right? And they were clearly the most dominant team in our division week one. So some would say that maybe Will was, you know, tailgating a little too much. You when think he, so? Yeah, I think he, he does it from time when, to when time when he made those comments. So we put him into Will's the my uh, man. He's your guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we put him into the tailgating too much machine, and this is what it sounds like. My hot take of the NFL season, the Chiefs are not making the playoffs. Raiders are going to win. Chargers are going to get in as well in that wild card spot because I think the Chargers are going to be nice. <laughs> I also think the Broncos are pretty fucking good. And I just don't think the Chiefs are making the playoffs this year. That's my hot take of the year. They're not even making the fucking playoffs. You, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's the best. <laughs> I'm, surprised he, I'm surprised he didn't burp or fart. Yeah, yeah I know. I didn't have time to add those in. Fuck you, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I love it. I love that. <laughs> All right, I got one more to give respect to. So now this is this is uh, you know we're gonna step away from the middle school humor and uh, and, and check <laughs> why? in with well, why I know right yeah. And to, uh, I want to share this story with you. So uh, for those of you that don't know, the Romanskis are literally rail, Raider royalty. Yeah. Um, there has been two equipment managers right. in the entire history of the Raiders organization. That is Dick Romanski and his son, Bob Romanski. And so Bob Romanski, we want to give respect to him, not only for being a lifetime Raider as he is. He started with the Raiders his first year out of high school, his dad, well, he, I, I don't want to tell it. I'm going to let, it. I'm let uh, Bob Romanski tell you. But the reason that we're featuring him on this thing is because, um, and, and I'm going to have to find the clip because now I can't find where that darn thing is on here. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to throw it over to one of you guys. So he was talking oh, about. Oh, no, no, I found it. I found it. Found, so, yeah, he yeah. Was, it's a great clip. He's talking about growing up in the Raider organization and then going to work for the Raider organization and 40 years later, he's still working for the Raider organization. And for the first time in his career, I believe, he's now being recognized as Equipment Manager of the Year in the year 2022. So much respect to the Romanskis, and let's check in. There's been two head equipment managers in Raider history, and they both have the same last name. When you start talking about the Raiders, you got to start talking about the Romanskis because they've been here forever. Dick was with Coach Davis from the beginning, and then... Bobby's been here forever. When I graduated from high school, I figured I'd go into 
more of a drawing and architectural thing. I liked to draw a lot. And at that time, they had just let one of my father's assistants go. So he had a spot open, so he asked me if I wanted to come and help out. And I said, well, I'll do it for a year, and then I'll probably go back to school. Bobby's first full-time year was 1980. He was 18 years old. He carried on, he learned from his dad. And a year led into 40 years later, I'm still here. So it goes to show you how much fun it is here and how enjoyable it is to work here. He's passionate about us fulfilling our part of the job description so that players and coaches can go out and perform on Sunday. We have like seven or eight of us that work down there on a day-to-day -day basis, and we're pretty much here 12 to 14 hours a day. A lot of times it gets taken for granted until you don't have something. And then you're like, I don't have what? I didn't pack what? Or I broke this and we don't have it? It is a big project to, to make sure you have everything for a full year. It's laundry, it's signing new players, it's getting uniforms made, it's reordering stuff. It's a constant go. I don't really sit behind a desk very long. Still to this day, I don't think I've ever seen Bob sit down. I've been here nine years. That man is a nonstop worker. He does not slow down. All he does is work and try and do what's best for the Raiders all the time. Everybody tells me I need to slow down because I'm always moving so much, but there's so much to do. You got to get it done. He's put his heart and sweat, tears all into this organization. He's definitely a Raider. I love working hard, too. I don't like to sit around at all. I'm just not a sit-around guy. Great that he's finally getting this award. And the only reason I could see that it may have taken this long is because he's so soft-spoken. He doesn't want the attention. He just loves doing his job and loves taking care of the players. And he's just a great person. I think Bob is a very good leader, passionate about his job. He's loyal to the organization. I love being around him, and he teaches me something every day. I would definitely describe Bob as someone who's passionate about doing the right thing, even when no one's looking, and representing himself in the Raiders in a positive light. That's Shushu Jr. You can't play the game without the equipment. If the league had more Bobby Romanskis, it'd be an awesome place. Bob, I love you. And next time you win an award, you better tell us, all right? <laughs> This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins as long as it's the Raiders. All right, I appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Fabricator Gill is in there. Pineapple is in there. Kevin, the Raider nerd, is in there. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Paul is in there. Big Bass Raider is in there. Uh, let's see. Raider Gears and Threads, our buddy Jay William Holcomb is in there. Uh, Fabricator Gil, Ron the Mater Raider, uh, who, who says Dick Romanski is Rico's work name. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> We're going to hear from Rico here in just a little bit and appreciate all of you joining us there. And I also uh, am remiss if I don't mention here at, at the top of the show, you can also find us on any audio podcast service just by searching Raiders Fan Radio. You can check us out on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. And do us a favor. Jeff and I were looking the other day. It's been a hot minute since we got some reviews on, on the iTunes, on the Apple. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's been maybe even a couple years. So, a yeah, couple so, years. So, no yeah, kidding. so, so go, and, go and hit the five star if you like us. Hit the one star if you don't. But either way, go and leave us a comment. You can either say how great we are or, or call us a bunch of 
Pendejos. You know what I mean? Do something, <laughs> yeah. man. But yeah, no, we, we would appreciate that a lot. Absolutely. Do that, please. And uh, that uh, helps the algorithm, helps the podcast get out there. And uh, we are part of the Fansided and Just Blog Baby uh, team. Uh, Fansided is the one that supports our show and hosts us at the Just Blog Baby website. And we appreciate our partners uh, there at Fansided and any of the advertising that you hear on this show, like Drizzly, our new partner there. Um, that money comes to us uh, through Fansided. And we appreciate that because it goes straight to the One Nation Foundation. All right, fellas. Let's talk about this game. Which game is that, boss? <sighs> so, uh, also much respect to our good friends, uh, Scott Gilbranson and Mo Moten uh, at Silver and Black Today. Yes. Where I get a chance to go and talk about the game. Fresh off, off the, in this case, the loss, uh, and, and jumped on there with, with Scott this week. And so if you've heard that show, you've already heard my thoughts. And if you haven't heard it yet, please go back and check it out. Patronize those guys and subscribe to their channel and listen to that show as well. Um, but for those of you that have already heard that, you've kind of got my opinion. So I want to throw it around a horn. I want to go to the guys and see what their uh, kind of instant takeaways are from the game. Let's go ahead and start off over here with the uh, to, with the Western Annex and go to Uncle Mosh. Uncle Mosh, what is your kind of your feeling coming out of this game against the San Diego Superchargers? You can't win a game when you're on your ass five times. Next. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm with you. You know, I, you know, I think I was... I was expecting a lot more out of. Uh, I, I was expecting Justin uh, Abair to be on his ass, and and he wasn't. Well, right. first and of all, let me. I'm sorry, Jeff. I, I, I hate to interrupt you, but his name. No, you don't. No, I really, I really <laughs> do hate to interrupt you. His name is Justine Abair. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. And right. and and you're right. I I I I think I we missed the, we missed the mark on that. We, we Justine Abair needed to be on his backs, but uh, you know. I was talking with I was talking with QB Jeff about it, and I said, I don't know the last time in modern day football where where there was a quarterback that was sacked five times. Yes, we had the three interceptions. Can't take nothing away from that. That's on Derek. But to keep us within one drive of winning that game, that's saying something. There was there was some amazing throws in the second half. That throw to Waller. To get Absolutely. us down there, yeah. that throw to well, you and I think you and I talked about that, Jeff. That throw to Renfro, Ren, Ren yeah, the little guy. That throw, <laughs> you know, and then and then the touchdown all in the second half. It was the it was a tale of two halves, and and the score played that out. You know, Devontae's the real deal. Um, yeah, but but we we you can't you. I'm not making excuses. I know I'm a I know I'm a, a DC four apologist, but come on. Come on, in this day and time, you can't be expected to win a game when you get sacked five times. Five times, five times, five times, five times, five times. Who's the, and and the chat room will know. Uh, Swag Jeff, we hit, like Wash is saying, we held Justin Herbert, or no, Justine Abair. Justine Abair. We held him to 75 yards in the second half. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and, uh, you know, some silver linings to take away from that. Uh, like you said, Uncle Maj, Devontae Adams is the truth. He's the real deal. He baby. is that freaking dude, man. He is so good. And it is clear now all the debate is over of whether yes, sir. whether yes, sir. Aaron Rodgers was making Devontae Adams or vice versa. Preach. You know what I mean? So, you know, 
you know, yeah, he's he's the real deal. And on the defensive side of the ball, Nate Hobbs is that guy. Absolutely. Nate Hobbs is a freaking Raider, man. I love that dude. He was flying all over the place, breaking up plays, laying the freaking wood, hitting people and all that stuff. Williams he, was wasn't even heard from especially right, in the second half. Right. Yeah. yeah, he was he was unbelievable. But uh, you know, I think I think Derek and you know, yes, Derek was he was shaken, he was rattled, he was, you know, sacked three times by one of his good friends on the other side of the ball. Gosh, that you know, hurts feelings, it, man. Do, it does hurt feelings. But, you know, but I think also, I think he was, I mean, just like everybody else that wears silver and black, whether you're on the team or not, or whether you're just a casual fan, whatever, we were all excited. We wanted to see all those plays. We wanted to see how many passes Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, all those people could catch and stuff and all these amazing plays that he could do. And then he was just kind of trying to force some stuff. You know, I think he he just got maybe a little overexcited and he was, you know, he was trying to, you know, hit everybody and do all the things that all offseason we've been saying that he's going to do. And he is going to do those things. But, you know, he was he was trying to thread the needle a little bit and, you know, and and kind of got caught a few times. Well, and we're going to hear him talk about that, about how he was he was he was overly aggressive and he recognizes he was. and He wanted to show off his connection with his with his best friend. And like and, and, and I get that. And I would say this to, to, to members of Raider Nation that are hypercritical of Derek in this in this season. And listen, just like Mosh said, we are not apologists for Derek, but I think we can we can take an objective look at it and be real despite our silver and black hearts. And you're the same people that bitch about it when he doesn't play aggressive. When he's throwing it into the ground on, on third down, exactly. you're the same ones that go like, oh, Derek, we, take a we, shot. We have been those people. And we've been Murph, those people, right? We have yes, been those yes, people. Sir. You yes, and sir. I have sat on that couch right there <laughs> and been those damn fools. <laughs> yeah. You know? But White Stallion makes a great point, and he makes the exact same point. I, I, I worked with, with QB Jeff on Monday. He says, and, and White Stallion says, I wonder if this calls into question the, the decision of the coach not to play starters in the preseason. I'm still not worried about Carr. He will adjust and come back stronger. And that was when, when QB Jeff and I were talking about it. Immediately, that was the first thing he said was, I wonder if, I wonder if keeping them off the field for those three games, not getting the snack. Because there's a thing called football ready. Sure. You know, absolutely. And, and you know, and, and, and game ready. So, you know, I, I, I have to, I have to I have to kind of agree with White Stein there. You know, a few reps would have been nice. I don't know when it would have come. And I'm not second guessing our coaching staff by any means. It's only week one. Right. You right. know, I'll second guess them about week three. But, you know. That that might have there there might have been something to be said. For well, that. And, and some of the reporters brought that up this week to Mick Lombardi, and Mick Lombardi said, "Well, Devontae didn't play in the preseason either." And I'm like, and and I think that he's that's a fair comeback. But I think that there is a lot to be said. That there's a lot to be said for the rhythm that you start to build. And I and listen I, and look at Justin Haber, Justine Abair didn't play in the preseason either. And so like there's there's examples that go either way. But here's where the difference was to me, and this is where and I and I brought this up on the Silver and Black Today show, is that Derek and the entirety of this offense are in a new system. So I don't think that it was a reason that the Raiders lost or weren't as polished offensively as maybe what the Chargers were, but it certainly is an advantage when you have an existing system, an existing coaching staff, and yeah, you may not be playing in the preseason, so there's already a familiarity that's built in. The Raiders are going into this completely new. It's completely fresh. It's a new offense. It's new coaches. It's new players. It's new everything. So I do think that it's a, that it's a, a, le- a legitimate 
question is that would it have benefited the Raiders to play more in the preseason where like it's not what I guess what I'm saying is this short to the long answer the the charger comparison of them not playing the preseason and us not playing that's not an apples to apples thing they're under completely different circumstances so I think it's fair to at least ask that question yeah you know totally you know I mean they, they were rusty you could tell you know everybody was you know I mean Derek Carr and Devontae you know, they've been doing this for a long time. You know, I you know, I think it only took maybe one pre-snap for them to get clicked yeah, right absolutely. in right away, yeah. you know, because yeah. Derek and Devontae been throwing, you know, throwing and catching and stuff like that for, you know, over 10 years and stuff like that. But, you know, yeah, it's just it's going to take time. They got to warm up a little bit. They got to get the juices flowing and stuff like that. I mean, and a lot of people are like that. A lot of teams are going to be like that. You know, I mean, look at, you know, look at some of these other teams that lost this, you know, week one that are normally pretty good football teams, you know, and a lot of them will bounce back and do the same thing. I don't know why Derek Carr and the Raiders are so different in that aspect, because everyone calls for his head after one week. And, you know, I mean, I some people in the chat and some I know people all over Twitter was, you know, it wasn't the offensive line it was all Derek he was holding on to the ball too long which a couple instances maybe he did get a little happy feet and you know was what you know wasn't getting stuff away but come on man the offensive line has got to be better we've got to be better absolutely well and I would and I would say this that if you're going to blame Derek for anything don't blame him for hanging on the ball too long blame him for throwing three picks like Mosh said with a clean pocket Sure. They were protecting him when he made those mm. plays. So, like, I think if you're going to be critical of Derek, let's let's direct it to the right area of, of, of his play. Exactly. And here's something that's interesting, and this came to us from Raider John. So, Ra- at Raider John, no H, just like John Gruden is spelled, J-O-N. Um, this is a very, this is, I thought it was a very uh, interesting tweet. So, he writes this, Aaron Rodgers. Zero touchdowns, one pick, 195 yards, sacked four times. Dak Prescott, zero touchdowns, one interception, 134 yards, sacked two times. Joe Burrow, two touchdowns, four interceptions, one fumble lost, sacked seven times. Derek Carr, two touchdowns, three interceptions, sacked five times. Matthew Stafford, one touchdown, three interceptions, sacked seven times. Then he gets a couple of spaces in his tweet and writes, only one fan base blames the quarterback. There like, you go. There, anybody, you hear any Packer fans going like, hey, we need to bench Rodgers? You hear any Cowboy fans saying they need to, de- de- to-, to bench Dak or Bengal fans on Burrow or Rams fans on Stafford? Okay. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I got to interject this. Do story. it, please. The, the, the only problem with that is that collectively, that you're only talking about 15 or 16 fans there. <laughs> so. You know, there's a big difference That's between true. a worldwide phenomena and, you know, 16 folks that don't even really live in the state that they're talking about. <laughs> well, I, I, love that you, I love that you brought up the Rams right there because yes. I mean, the Rams won the Super Bowl last year. Right. Defending right. champs. And they start their, you know, title defense run by getting spanked. That game should have been an even bigger blowout than what it was week oh, one. Dude, totally. But you know, but yeah, you you don't see Rams fans calling for you know Matt Stafford to get cut or anything like that. Yeah, he had a shitty game. Derek Carr kind of had a shitty game, and that's okay. He made some good plays too, but he didn't get the job done. But Matt Stafford lost thirty-one to ten. We lost twenty-four <laughs> to nineteen. We were right we there. We were within we striking played, distance. And, you know, and and I will say that I think it's a testament to how good this team really is. I hate to lose, but if you can play the way that you did 
If you if you didn't wear a 17 or a 39, you didn't play all that good. And for us to have two out of well, and 28. Sure, yeah, oh, and J- yes, and, and we could go and we could go on and on and on about why he wasn't used more in thirteen this. carries in this game. And after we were finally moving, and sorry, right. Jeff, I'm not interrupt, but like this was a, a something that my I think my the biggest ta- one of my biggest takeaways in terms of on the field in this game, we get momentum running the football. Josh Jacobs is doing what Josh Jacobs does; he's running the ball, right, moving right, the ball well. Right. And then we run some double reverse wide receiver option play with Derek Carr as the lead blocker on Joey Bosa. Easy with that. Like, what are we doing? Running freaking football. You know what I mean? So yeah. good. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I think the moral of what I was saying was, you know, I mean, for us to play that bad of a game and to be in the game is a true testament to how good this team really actually is. So once we get kind of locked in, once we click in a little bit and, you know, and actually start, you know, making some really good plays, we have a couple really good games out of Derek and stuff like that. Holy crap, we can start blowing people out. Well, let me just piggyback on that, uh, Hefe, is that part of the reason that that they did stay in this game is because of what was built on last year. The core group of this team that we have this year survived, thrived, and made the playoffs last year under the, the worst possible conditions with more adversity than any team that has made the playoffs in years and years and years. I can't think of another team off the top of my head that went through what we went through last year Amen. and kept our heads high and and we, we, we saw what we had to do winning those last four games of the season to make the playoffs and won those last four games. That's why our guys came out in the second half ready to ball. That's why it was a tale of two halves. We got our asses kicked. They're not going to deny that the first half. But when we came out in the second half, yes, there's a lot we could have done better. Boy, the defense could have really stepped up in the second half more than they did. But this is a team that just doesn't quit. I just wish our fan base was the same. Yeah, and you know, and and I'll and I'll kind of add just a little bit before we got to move on uh, to the next uh, soundbite and all that. But uh, you know, what I think the difference is too is after a week one loss because we've all we've all experienced it. We've ex- experienced a week one loss before. You know, I mean, you know, but well, the with last the, with the Raiders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't think we've ever lost week one. That's weird. But you know, and every time we lose week one, it's you know, it's 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 always the same sad sacky kind of story <laughs> about how we're so Season's bad. Over. And, uh, yeah, all that stuff, but. But, you know, we, what we talked about, what did we talk about with Josh McDaniels all offseason? How adaptive he is, how creative he is, and all that stuff. So you don't have to hit the panic button because in previous coaching regimes and stuff like that, take last year, the year before, for example, you know, if we come out and look like dog shit after the first week, we're like, uh-oh, game plan's really bad, but we're going to have to stick with this shit all year. Yeah, when it's Todd it, Downing and all those Yeah, yeah sure, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And even John Gruden, because he had, yeah, his, he had right. his offense, and he was going to run his offense. And so, you know, what I think it's still, it's it's going to be great to see is, okay, we got punched in the mouth a little bit by our, by our you know, <sighs> our, our, you know, redheaded stepchild or stepbrother or whatever over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, how are we going to respond? Well, the same way we responded last year, we're going to make the playoffs and we're going to beat San Diego when we see them later. Just like when they beat us last year, beat the, us first, the first game, and then we we beat them and sent them home and we played another week. Amen. Nice so. job. Nice job. Well said, well said fellas. Um, so just a couple of tags on that. Mosh, you asked a question about 
throwing three picks and getting sacked five times has only happened uh, four times in the past 30 years uh, to, to the Raiders, to the Raiders players. Uh, it happened to Derek Carr uh, this, this last week. Terrell Pryor did it in 20, 2013. Well, he didn't do it. It, it, it happened to him. happened to him. In what was the score of that game? I don't have the scores handy. Uh, but I bet at, we lost. 20, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 2013 against the Chiefs, Andrew Walter. Uh, well, there's a blast from the past for you. 2006 and Donald Hollis. So not great company to be in there for Derek. Um, definitely a rough day out. But let's let's end this segment uh, on the not end the segment. I've got a couple of sound bites for you to get to. But basically, end the discussion on it um, by ending with the positive, as you guys so wonderfully illustrated there. Nate Hobbs, his day, nine tackles, which led the team. A key pass defense in the fourth quarter. Forces a fumble and two tackles for loss. That guy's legit, man. Nate yeah. Hobbs is I the believe real there was guy. a couple of years ago we talked about who our our favorite player was on on takeaway. And I, I remember the, he sits somewhere, I think in the Western Annex. Oh my pick. gosh. I think so. Oh, I think I mean, so. oh, you predict you create you start you started his career, huh? Uh I, you, you, <laughs> once again you have to be a jackass. <laughs> but I you know, if it would have been you, you'd have gone, yeah. Yeah, I and did. I, it wouldn't yeah, have been. I it, it probably yeah, wouldn't I have did. been me. Yeah, I did. Yep. All right. All right. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, Mosh is spicy. Yeah, I like yeah. it. It's the donuts you guys gave me. Oh, yeah, we gave you too much sugar before the show. <laughs> really oh, my did. God. Wait till, you, wait, wait till you guys see what we came up with. We, we, oh, my God. We, wait till you see what they did to me. Oh, my gosh. It's the best. We're, 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 well, yeah. That's why you're so salty oh, to me today. That's why my damn head hurts, you little fat. <laughs> uh, hey, don't mind me, guy. I'll just sit over here and do my own show. Oh, my God. Oh, you know Thanks, that Jeff. a podcast oh, selfie sucks my to ass. shut up. <laughs> Here at the top of the show for the three-way battle royale. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. All right. So here, we, let's go ahead and um, let's, let's focus on the positive. Let's not focus on the negative. Let's focus on the Raiders that are, not the Raiders that aren't. And let's, uh, let's celebrate this very first touchdown pass to Devontae Adams. This is what it sounded like. Keep an eye Renfro on, on Derwin James. Oh, Adams, touchdown! was some kind of catch. Oh, I love it there. Hearing Kevin Harlan announce that, that was a great call out there. And uh, we appreciate uh, the, the connection there. It's, it's evident, Mosh, right? The chemistry is there. And I think that if that's where we started, and that's a, quote, rusty start, we got a long way to go and a lot of good things to look forward to from, uh, from DADC. Um, you know, so much fun. I, 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 I hate to jump in on there, oh, you, but somebody put in the chat, I, I don't know if it was a slam uh, it was Trinidad. Trinidad wrote in the chat that he said uh, what he what he saw was Carr going for touchdowns, not for first downs, and and I like that. I like you know he says you know he'll take the overthrown ball. You know there's that's there, a there, great there, point. There, there could be something to be said about that's that. That's out there as football. Now, granted, you talked to you talked to a lot of football coaches and 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 not today's game because today's game's in the air, but in the olden days. When that when running was predominantly the the way it was, especially in in college ball, they would say there was, well, there's only there's only three things that can happen when you throw a ball, and only right. one of them is good. You know, you 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 lose it down, you lose a possession, or you know, if you're lucky, you catch it. So. 
the game has changed, and and I'm with I'm with Trinidad. I like the overthrowing ball. If you're going for the touchdown, I, you know, yeah, you're going to get more picks, but you're going to end up with more touchdowns, and you're going to be, you know, and granted, Derek's going to he'll he'll zone in, he'll get it. He showed that with that with that pass to Waller. I hate to keep coming back to that one, but that was so amazing. It was good. It was yeah, such it was good. a good pass. It was. It was. No, and it's a fair point. Like I, I and I'm with you. Like it's Raider football is aggressive. Like I'd rather you be aggressive and lose than to be passive and lose. Like yes. be, be aggressive. Like I, I mean, that's what I I don't know because it's like it's not even like a level of trying and all that kind of stuff. But like that's what definitively this entire concept of the Raiders offensively is built on. Al Davis said it a million times, and we say it all the time on here. But he famously said, "I don't care about first downs. I want touchdowns." Right. Yeah. That's way. I mean, think about Daryl Lamonica to Warren Wells and Daryl Lamonica to Fred Bolitnikoff before, long before offensive explo- were, offenses were explosive. Right. Back when right, you could right. mug receivers and you could do all that stuff. Daryl's throwing sixty yards in the air downfield right, to eighty-one, right. who's taking who's it in catching the it at full stride. Yes. Like, that's what Raider football is. So, like, I'd much rather see that than that dink and dunk West Coast bullshit oh. offense that we had. I'm sorry, or Todd Downing stuff. Like, I don't know, man. Let Derek freaking go out there. And th- now, that said, he's got to not underthrow receivers. Uh, that's he's got to right, not right. make the bad throw. If you're going to, like, there was the, the one that he threw, he was kind of flat footed. Like, Derek, like, step into that son bitch and let it rip, man. Like, let it go. Because like, there's no doubt he's got the arm. He's got the and, arm. And, we know he know, does. And, yep. and the accuracy when he's when he's on, he's on, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. 100%. Well, and Gladiator Raider in the chat, I love what he said. He said, this will be Carr's worst game of the year. Amen. Thank you. You know what I mean? Thank yeah. you. That's a great point. That's a great point. All right. So, um, so I, I played you the first touchdown there to uh, – uh, to Devontae Adams. Let's hear the same play. I love these. And it's, it, it, I, I always, when we get back into season time and we get back into uh, to, 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 to the games, it's always so fun when people send us clips of them at the game. So oh, here's yeah, the yeah, first yeah. Devontae Adams touchdown uh, from Derek Carr. This, is, this comes to us from WavyAnthony95, just like you think it would be spelled. So shout out at WavyAnthony95 on Twitter. This is Derek Carr to Devontae Adams for the touchdown live from the end zone at SoFi Stadium. And listen to the offensive, or excuse me, listen to the, to the applause and the crowd explosion when this happens. It's so fun. That <laughs> sound like a road game to you? Nope. Not nope. at all. That was a home game. So anyway, so uh, much respect to Wavy Anthony there. We appreciate you uh, sending us that. I'm going to skip the, the Renfro there. Um, let's go to Derek Carr. So this is, I do like to pick on Derek about these. This is his annual It's On Me press conference. Let's hope this is the only one we have. Pretty good things. I was way too aggressive. Uh, I came in with a very aggressive mindset, and, uh, you know, especially with all the weapons we have and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, that's on me. That's decisions uh, being way too aggressive in certain moments. And, uh, on the one to the, to Tay in the end zone, he beat his guy, and I went through it, and the guy just as I threw it fell off of the other. I mean, that's that kind of crap is going to happen sometimes. Um, but to make a better throw, maybe um, try and try and be better there. But I think we showed signs of doing some stuff really well. Uh, but that, it's on me whenever I I'm trying to be too aggressive, force it to Waller down the middle. You know, uh, you know, I'm trying to 
bombing to Tay, you know, Hunter trying to jam it in there to him for a couple <laughs> yards. I mean, just throw it away, you know. And that's stuff that I will learn from him. I'll do better for our team. All right. So I'd much rather hear that than excuses. At least he's owning it. I'll give him that. I mean, what what do you want him to say? You know. tell me what you'd want him uh, to say. Well, that's the thing, and I think that that's a fair point. I don't know what I want him to hear. I mean, I'm glad to hear that he's he owns it. I've always loved that about Derek that he, that he owns things. But I, I think that when you hear nine years worth of the same press conference, that's where look is it. And, and, and you, but it's nine years of the same results, though. Well, so you know, yeah, it's well, nine years of losing games. Yeah, exactly. And here, and so then, I, and I'm going to read you this this stat here, and this is where I'm where I'm coming from. So those of you that say that we're bootlickers and apologists, well, here you go. I'm going to take a run at Derek a little bit. Quarterback since the merger to start in the most losses through number of seasons, okay? Deshaun Kaiser, in his, in one year, I believe it was with the Browns, had 15 losses that season, okay? Ooh. Warren Moon, two seasons, had 23 losses. Blake Bortles, in three seasons in Jacksonville, had 34 losses. You guys tracking with me? Amount of seasons, amount of losses. Guess who rounds out four through nine? Not, not Zeke. <laughs> Zeke doesn't. <know. laughs> the Carr brothers. David Carr, year four, 43 losses. Year five, David Carr, 53 losses. Year six, David Carr, 56 losses. Then our buddy picks up. Year seven, Derek Carr, 63 losses. Year eight, Derek Carr, 70 losses. Year nine, Derek Carr, 71 losses. We lead the losing category in a lot. So that's where when we hear the Aw Shucks tour... It, it's like, all right, like, I, I get it, and I'm glad that he's owning it, but it's like, it does feel a little bit like, okay, here we go again. Here we go back with this shit. You yeah, know but, what we, I mean? but we can't expect him to be something he's not. People are saying, oh, I want him to be pissed off. I want him to be. That's not him. That's true. That's just not him. If you want that, then we had we should have gone with somebody else. This you, We're getting what we got, and that's, and that's just him. I don't... I, I'd much rather have that than have somebody that's phony, that somebody that's that's making excuses, somebody that's going, well, you know, we could. Blah, blah, blah. No, this guy's just saying what it is. He's just being Derek. That's and that's what we've got as our. He's not going to be pissed off. He's not going to be out there, you know, cursing and ranting and raving and 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 all that stuff. It's just not him. He's going to do that. He's going to take it on his shoulders, and he's going to say, I'm going to try to do better because that's what he knows. So I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's the man. You know, we got other people that are fired up. Uh, yeah, you know, I totally agree. How it, it, is this? A li- I think Mojo said it in the chat. Is this a little early for the it's on me uh, presser? That's what's interesting, too. That's a great point. That's a great Cause point. Because I, I, well, because well, normally- he hasn't had a bad game, though. Why? We haven't seen Derek throw three picks. Yeah, but I, I mean, but he did this press conference last year. You yeah, know, but he you know also I mean? threw ten interceptions all of last year, and he's already got three in one well, game. Well, yeah, so you know, so I mean, you know, maybe we do get you know red ass Derek a little earlier because he's already starting this stuff, and you know the you know the media is gonna take runs at him, take shots at him, and all this stuff. And it was kind of at that point where kind of Derek turned it around a little bit last year. So you know, so maybe we maybe we do get a little bit more of a fiery Derek moving forward. 
That's absolutely. Absolutely. Great points there, guys. And uh, by both the guys here and great, great comments in the chat. Keep them coming. Uh, Fabricator Gill in there. Actually, uh, Kevin, the Raider nerd says, uh, I don't want to ever hear that's on me. I'm over it. Uh, Fabricator Gill had a good comment in there. He says, I don't want a car say shit. Just win, baby. And I think that's, but he has to, (laughs) he has to though. You know what I mean? He's got to make those comments. And I think that what Mosh is saying is that's fair. Like what else would you rather hear? Um, I think at this point, yeah, you want to hear the the contrition. You want to hear that it's on me. But I'm with you, though, too, Jeff, that the fieriness that we all love when Derek Carr starts doing that thing and he starts getting – that's what we want to hear, too. But, so, but I want that on the – I don't want that – I want that on the field. I want that on the field. I don't right, give right, a right. crap about – first of all, I hate pressers, pressers. Man, I hate that they're mandated to do that. The only, the only thing I love about Bill Belichick is that he hates press conferences more than I do. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially yeah. when you lose. Nobody wants to go up there and talk about how we suck again. You know? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. They, right. Nobody wants to do that, but they're mandated to do that. That, ah, that blows. Well, uh, so I appreciate that. Totally agree there, Mosh. Uh, Las Vegas Maximus in there says Raider fans and media crashing on DC4. Uh, who has his back? Hey, hey listen, R- LV Maximus, I'll tell you this. Like, you won't find three more dedicated, diehard Raider fans and subsequently Derek Carr fans than us three guys. Sure. Um, I think what Absolutely. we try to do is in the spirit of conversation, in the spirit of understanding, because we are fans, we want to explore both sides of the coin. Like, listen, this is not none of us in this room are looking for anything other than Derek Carr to be our starting quarterback for the remainder of this season and kick ass and take us to the playoffs and have a good postseason run and, and expect it. And, and we will defend Derek Carr to the day that he doesn't wear silver and black. And probably after that, as long as he doesn't go wear another team's uniform. Um, so it's, this is not like piling on Derek by any means. And I promise you this too, if you're just getting familiar with our show, if anybody ever does pile on around here, the man sitting in the Western, annex of the Murph fan cave desk will jump all over it because he's not about a pile on and will yeah. call us out on that shit really really quick so this isn't about beating up Derek no this is about kind of understanding where we're at understanding where his mentality is at because that informs what the rest of the season could look like and what his play could look like on the field so that's all I, that's, yeah that's all absolutely that and if you're any familiar with the show I mean you know we you know I called for Mariota to be the starter for two years you know what <laughs> I mean so you know well so, but that was a that was for a different reason well, that was a you know it was and it wasn't you know what I mean <laughs> You know, but you know, but when we see success and we see what he can do, you know, we make the playoffs last year. Yeah, you know, I mean, we know what he's capable of doing. So yeah, he's our guy. You know, we can, you know, just like family, you can call somebody out for being stupid, but you know, we love you. We got you back. You know, come back next time, and you know, we're we're going to be standing right there beside you, dude. So absolutely, and we're and 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 listen, and we may call into question some things, and we may freaking throw some stuff out there, but don't you. Somebody else wearing and that's not wearing silver and black, you know what I mean? Then it's the, exactly. the, you know what I mean. Then you're fighting family there, man. So don't do that. All right. So speaking of Derek, so this is something that's really funny. Um, so back when uh, we were in the off season and back during the uh, before the um, what am I trying to talk about? Training camp. Not sure. We did <laughs> when we were in training camp. Uh, Derek Carr did his mic'd up. We love mic'd ups. And there was something that Derek said during his mic'd up that reminded me of something. And so I'm going to play it for you. Here's Derek Carr during his mic'd up, uh, like week three, maybe, of the preseason. Oh, my. Oh, my. Okay. All right. (laughs) Oh, my. You need that on your board. I do need that on my board. 
I'm glad you said that, Mosh, because this probably will make it over to the board. I'm like, that reminds me of something. Hearing Derek say, oh my. Well, it reminded me of Captain Sulu, George Takei, and his <laughs> oh my. So I did a little mashup for you. No, you didn't. I, oh had, more, I had more damn fun doing this last night. Check Come this on. Out. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my gosh. Oh my. 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 That's so freaking good, man. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, oh my gosh. I right, appreciate it, Derek. And uh, we, we got you back. Let's go blow out the Cardinals this week. <laughs> Anybody know if he made it in? This is Kevin, the Raider nerd, live at the Gorilla? Oakland Raiders yeah. tailgate. Oh, Raiders! Uh... Raiders! Raiders! We got, we got Gorilla Rillin. Say hey, got uh, Uncle Marsh and Mark. I love you guys. Much love from the Black Hole, baby. Just win. All right, uh, good good conversation there about the Chargers game. We're going to jump into talking about the uh, the Arizona game here in a sec, but first I want to shout out the chat. Uh, much respect to Pineapple Raider Nation. 801 is in there. Michael Guerrero, Quentin Hood, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider is in there. PSP Raider Et is in there. Uh, William Holcomb, Georgia Patriot. LV Maximus is in there. Paul is in there. Uh, Michelle Sweat is in there. Uh, who else we got? Mojo is in there. Uh, Quentin Hood. Uh, Fabricator Gill is in there. Uh, we appreciate all of our good friends joining us in there tonight in the chat room. All right, guys, let's talk about this Arizona game uh, real quick And uh, before we get in the next segment. Uh, we'll probably skip that baldy breakdown. I hate to. Or do you want to do that first? Oh, let's do that first. We'll do that first? He's all so right. good. All right, let's listen to Baldy, uh, uh, which is Brian Baldinger, uh, break down Max Crosby versus the Chargers because along with Nate Hobbs, your other MVP on defense uh, has got to be Max Crosby. So let's listen to Brian Baldinger break down Max Crosby's play. In addition to the effort that that Max Crosby plays with, like his ability just to see plays, recognition, instant recognition, like right here, to swim the right tackle and then to take down Eckler. Like his recognition is so fast. You watch him right here. You know what tight ends are to Max Crosby? They're gnats. They're annoying gnats. You know those gnats that just kind of like hang around? Like just get rid of these gnats. Like that's what Gerald Everett is to him. He's just a gnat, just an annoying gnat. But this is what Justin Herbert remembers week 18 last year. Max Crosby taking him down to the ground. Just the effort is just supreme. Like third and four right here. Like Crosby's just going to turn the corner right here, and here comes the condor. He gets one one wing on Justin Herbert. <laughs> now, Nate Hobbs played a great Like this is just difficult. You had him stopped. They get a first down. As a result, it's tough. You get fourth and one. Fourth and one, Max Crosby's just going to give it to you. He's going to give you the condor splash right on top of Justin Herbert and just trying to pull the ball out and pull him back. That's a stop. See that? That's a stop. The fist is in the air. The condor splash on fourth down stops. Now, this hit right here by Crosby against Trey Pipkins, like this saves a touchdown right here. Like there it is. Like, you're on Herbie. He's got Josh Palmer open in the corner of the end zone, 
and he throws that wobbler right there. Josh Palmer thinks he's got himself a touchdown. Max Crosby has something to say about it. Like, this is how you stuff a trap. Like, you want to watch, you rush the quarterback every play, and you play the run on the way to the quarterback. Like, watch what he does to Matt Filer right here. <clears throat> like, he knocks the living wind right out of him. Look where he's at. Look at the leverage. Filer standing straight up. And then you get off the block and take down Eckler. Or Sony Michelle, I guess. Like, it's just one play after another. Yeah, Chandler Jones played great. Abram was really good. Divine Diablo was good. It was a great game. Herbert was just a little bit better than the Raiders on Sunday. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. Six times, six times, six times. Ah, nice. forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Moss, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, let's pass around the room a little bit. I'm just, I'll give you guys my expectation on this thing uh, going into this Cardinals game. They got throttled by the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are, are still the Chiefs, frankly. Um, but I think there's a little bit of dysfunction, and, we, and, and Kyler Murray is still young enough, and, and I think Cliff Kingsbury, the jury is still out on how legit of a head coach he is. Um, we know he's creative and all that stuff, but I think it's going to be interesting to see how they can bounce back from adversity because they had all this funky like news and talk uh, in the offseason about Kyler and his dedication, and you heard the, the, con- the, the, the conditions of his contract that he can only play a certain amount of video games and like all this craziness, and then they go and get their ass whipped in week one how do they bounce back? That's what's going to be very interesting to me is that conceptually what's the coaching staff going to do and what's Kyler Murray going to look like. I think that when you look at personnel-wise, we match up fantastic against them. And this is one of those kind of games when you've got somebody like Kyler Murray who's so elusive, right, who can just absolutely get out of the pocket and go nuts, just like maybe, I don't know, Mr. Let's Ride himself, Russell Wilson, and what did Chandler Jones do against Russell Wilson? He freaking dominated whenever he was a Cardinal and, he, and they played against the Seahawks. We saw Chandler Jones go off. So that's the one big matchup that I'm looking forward to is not so much even Chandler Jones versus that offensive line, but can Chandler Jones get into the backfield and chase around freaking little Kyler Murray and freaking dominate just like he did against Russell Wilson? Cardinals are dog shit. They suck. <laughs> they suck, man. They're horrible. They're horrible. And they're missing a lot of key pieces. Uh, I, I don't know what the status update is on J.J. Watt. Uh, I don't because I know because it's week to week for the entirety of his career. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he didn't play. I can't I don't remember what kind of injury it was um, or how he even got it. Feelings Uh, got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. He tore his pec for the 90th time. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, you know, so I'm not uh, you know, I mean, the the pass rush is not going to be there. So the offensive line made, you know, I mean, there are no slouches, obviously, but, you know, they're going to have a little bit easier time dealing with this. The the. Cardinals front four on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is not going to be in the mix. He's still suspended. So, yeah, I think the matchup is going to be fantastic, and I think we're going to kick the crap out of him. Do you think, Do you think Hefe, that, that Chandler Jones is going to have a game against the Cardinals like Mac had against the Raiders? I, I, would, I was you glad know? you asked that question uh, because, because there's extra mustard on this one for him. Absolutely. Plus, did you did – you, you got fat of the week up there. I just I got a kick out of it. I, I was looking. I was doing some research on the on what the Arizona newspapers and stuff were saying, and they had a big old article in there about Andy Reid complaining 
that his players got hurt because Arizona resodded some of this stuff. Oh, well, you know, I, do I need to mention that both sides play on the same grass, Andy? You know, Fat of the <laughs> week. <laughs> Look like melted ice cream. Oh, I can actually hear you getting fatter. He says he's fat. Who's fat? Too fat. Big fat fatty. Only Andy Reid would complain after a victory. You know, there's, All right. there's, I know we're Sad talking sack. about the Cardinals, but anytime I get the hate on the Chiefs, I'm going to do it. <laughs> you know, but uh, I'm with you all. I, I think I think we're going to I think we're going to smack the Cardinals around a little bit. I think it's good. I think it's coming. I think we got a little bit. We got a little bit of something to show. Yes. I think we got a little bit of grudge. I think we're going to have a hell of a week in practice this week. And I think it's I think it's coming. It's it's gonna we're gonna this is gonna be a different chat next than next week than what we see this week. Jeff, how uh, important <clears throat> Peter Brady? Easy, Peter Brady. Easy there, Peter. Thank you. How important is it for the Raiders to come out and yeah, of course win is a win. Uh, week two home opener. But does this kind of need to be one of those ones? Not only for us as fans, more importantly for us as fans. But for the team to come out and have a dominant performance to kind of set the tone for the rest of the year? Yeah, you know, totally. Yeah, they've got to have a – I mean, you've got to have a bounce-back week this week. Um, you know, we know Kyler Murray doesn't watch film, but, you know, we're, we're <laughs> also going to see if the if the Arizona defense <laughs> watch film because they're going to be gunning for 17. So now's the time to feed that rock to Hunter Renfro because he didn't get it last week. He wasn't a, he wasn't in the mix, you know. Let's keep feeding it to him. Let's for goodness sake, let's get Josh Jacobs into the mix. Let's get Zeus into the game. I don't even know if Zeus saw the field, did he? I don't think so. Yeah. So, I mean, not that I remember anyway. Yeah. So, you know, we only so, ran 13 times, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So. so, let's let's get some of these other pieces going and then that'll open the field a little bit more and then we can go hit Devonte. So, you know, yeah, it's going to be a big bounce back week for sure on both sides of the ball. I think Max is going to get a couple sacks. I think Jones is going to get a couple sacks. You know, I'm hoping to see an interception, a turnover in of some kind as well. So yeah, I, th- I think it's we're we're going to be fiery. We're going to be ready to roll. A, a turnover in a plus column. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. right? Yeah. yeah, right. What an idea. What a concept there. And I'll, I'll throw you a little bold prediction. My MVP for this next game, Mac Hollins. Let's go. Let's go. Two touches in the red zone. Nice. Let's, let's do what Derek loves to do, and that is toss the ball up to the big wide receivers. And I, I, I fully expect to see the Raiders bounce back and have a big, big win uh, against the Cardinals. All right, let me. I'm going to go ahead and play this one if I can find it. Um, I've got a, a, a break for us here, and well, no, I don't have it handy. Mosh, go ahead and hit, hit, hit one. I was going to play Keith Smith. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4:55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Here we go. Much respect to all of our uh, listeners over there uh, in the UK. We were all thinking about you this past week. 
Raw Britannia, Britannia rules the waves. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. And you're listening to Raider Fan Radio. And we're in Merth's Cave, and I tell you, this is the only place you need to be. Go Raiders! I love that clip. That's a good one. That's a good, That's a good, a good one. one. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> Keith, he didn't know I was recording him singing. And so when, when we did that, because he was telling me, I'm like, what kind of music do you want me to play? And he goes, oh, like a big, a big regal song, a big, you know, whatever. And so he, he goes like this one and he started singing it. And I had the thing running the whole time. And so after it was all over, I go, can I use you singing? <laughs> he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was pretty cool there. Much respect to, to Keith Smith and Paul and uh, so many of our good friends over there uh, into the, in the UK. All right. So we've got some Raiders and pop culture for you here uh, on the way out before we get to the CF fans mailbag. Uh, this was sent to us from our good buddy, Big Raider Trucker. And uh, so this is where we feature the Raiders in uh, whether it be a movie or a TV show or a song or whatever. Uh, Lots of opportunities for us to share the Raiders in pop culture. And here we have a commercial. And it's a Tide commercial. Yeah. And it's Devontae Adams. What's up, man? We need to talk about that lucky jersey. Haven't washed it in years. Multiple years? I don't see any stains. It's lucky. Mm, I don't see any luck. It's dirty. Lucky. Dirty. But we just scored a touchdown. Yeah! Not we, me. Ooh, <laughs> touche. You need to deep clean that. You know what to do. Good luck out there. Bro, no, listen. It's dirtier than it looks. It's got to be Tide Hygienic Clean. All right, so uh, there, so there it is, Devontae Adams for the Tide commercial. I'm going to throw a little bit of a potential controversy out there at you. Okay. And I don't even know how much of a controversy it is, but it was just something that I got my attention. The commercial is Devontae Adams jumping up into the crowd. It's clearly not at Allegiant Stadium. It's on a soundstage or something, which is fine, because they're just filming a commercial. But the idea is that he jumps into the stadium, and then it's, one, it's a fan standing there in a white shirt, or a white jersey anyways, right? Well, what is... Packers, what are Packer players famous for? Lambo leap, yeah. The Lambo leap. So that's what he's doing. He's doing a Lambo leap into a Raiders crowd. I'm just saying, I think the commercial was probably developed before he became a Raider. And so they had to kind of like redo it, but they didn't didn't refilm. They didn't like, you know what I mean? Like change the story. They didn't change the storyboard. They, is this, you're staring at me blank, Jeff. Am I crazy here? Yeah, you're crazy. I like it. I like it. I thought the controversy was I I felt like it was kind of maybe like an open target for some opposing fans to be like let's get the clean out and it was like the end shot right there where it's like a dirty Devontae yeah, Adams jersey yeah, yeah. and like and it goes like right across the screen and I could just see some other jackass you know in Kansas City or whatever <laughs> doing that and then having like a Charger jersey right there or something oh, like that like I gotcha, you know I, gotcha. I think it kind of leaves it open for maybe some 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 pot shots or something like that but okay. but I love the commercial I think it's cool and I think it's, it's cool good. that that a Raiders getting yes, you know exposure yes, yes. in in that sort of way you know because you know who else would we have had in the last however many years do something like that I uh I like that that icy hot commercial that Waller's in have you oh, seen that? Oh, I've seen that. I one. have seen that. So one. it's it's Shaq and it's uh, one of the Williams sisters. I I, I never remember which probably one. Probably Serena. Serena. And they're talking. And Shaq's putting you know he's putting stuff on his arm. Yeah. And then and then they show her swinging and she's she's putting stuff on. And then they show him walking away. And it's it's her. And then it's Shaq. And then there's Waller. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Good call out there. Good call out. 
So, uh, yeah, so appreciate that. Appreciate the Raiders in pop culture, of course. And uh, so let's go ahead and jump into uh, uh, the Sea of Fans mailbag because more of you and less of us is a good thing. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. Oh, he's All right, appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate everybody that is in the chat room tonight. Chasing Gordita. Oh, that's a fun name. Chasing Gorditas is in there. Raider Nation uh, 801 is in there. Georgia Patriot. Mojo is in there. Thinking about you, brother. You and Miss Libby. Uh, Swago is in there. Killed Jadis. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Tyrone Graves. Can't wait to see Tyrone Graves here in just a couple weeks. Pineapple's in there. T3 Sports Guy. Uh, that is Tom or T-Hom as we call him. Raider Nomad is in there. Uh, Fabricator Gill. Paul. William Holcomb. Uh, Michelle Sweat is in there. Stacy Ruff is in there. Foxy Scorpio is in there. Uh, so many of our good friends, and we appreciate all of you so very, very much for joining us here on this episode number 260 of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, as I mentioned, uh, more of you and less of us is a good thing, so this is where we feature you in the Sea of Fans mailbag, and you can reach us uh, a multitude of ways, but the best ways to get us a message. We love your Twitter messages. We love your uh, Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff, but it's hard for us to keep up with all those places. So if you for sure want to get your message to us and for sure get it played on this show, you can send us an email or you can call us. The phone number is 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Or you can email us and you can email us at an incredibly inventive, unique email address, show, S-H-O-W. Four-letter word, S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. Email us, and uh, we would love to play your or play your voicemail, but also read your email. Uncle Mosh handles that duty for us each and every week, and he's got some heavy lifting because we got some monsters this week, and appreciate you very much, and appreciate Uncle Mosh. Salute, RFR, Merv, Mosh, Swag, Jeff. Week one is officially over. It's time! Let's go! The fight has begun. It's good to get cut first. Now we see what's inside. For us to train in the heat this camp, we played as we didn't prepare. This loaded team quickly found out about weaknesses. The real question is, which DC will show up? The smart one or the safe one? Because he will be pressured every game. I do appreciate his honesty in the, press- in the presser, but we can't play scared. Once the offense, ga- offense gains confidence in play execution, we will be hard to defend. Stop. Glad the defense continued to complete compete. Looking forward to Kyler running into the arms of Max Chandler from meeting on the ground. Blow the wings off them birds. Back to the grind. You got to get yours. I got to get mine. Till we chat again, we snatching paper off the rack. Salute to the nation from the silver and the black Mac. JB. Nice. Next up, Stacy Ruff Raider. Murphy, Mosh, Swag, Capo, QB, Jeff, and all the boys and girls of Raider Nation. Oh, no, we suck again. Calm down, <laughs> children. Act like you've been a fan for more than a week. Nothing worse than people crying like Andy Reid at a closed gravy buffet. 17-0 is gone. 16-1 is still possible. Maybe. I will admit, Carr had a tough game, 
But there were no check downs in the dirt on the fourth down. He's true, he's true that. No dump off by the eight check down with two wide receivers open over the top. No two picks were off passes, to say the least, that could have been six. He threw three INTs his career high. You know who also had a bad game? Stafford, three mm. interceptions. Brady, two for 12 and one in, in one interception. Rodgers, 196 and one interception. Kyler Murray still can't see over the center's ass to see the end zone. <laughs> and the golden boy, Joey Coolboro, four INTs. Don't even get me on the Dak shit show. You think any of them are giving up on their QBs? No effing way. Insert 12 Michelle Sweat expletives, expletives, expletives. <laughs> that eat that up and keep moving. We lost five points to the media darlings of the NFL. We didn't lose by 20 to Detroit. You know, Roger Goodell rubs himself to sleep at night dreaming about a Cowboys Chargers Super Bowl. <laughs> Yikes. I can rub proofreading. He, he rubs himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. I won't be his shocked head. to He's see just rubbing Car- his head. Oh, yeah, is that what it was? Rubbing his head. Oh, wait, uh, uh, no, that's not a good. No, nah, that's not good either. Oh, sorry. His forehead. No, even his nose, rubbing his nose like you just did. I won't be shocked to see Carr in the preseason a handful of snap. Uh, You know, nice anti-Raider gear rule for SoFi. No gorilla or bad word or anything hiding their face. Still, they only sell out every year. That's Still, the Raiders, the only sell out every year. You're welcome. And Murph. Nice show on the post game. Yeah. Way to keep your gear up. Oh, Stacey Rough Raider, still proud Raider. If you ain't a Raider for life, get out now. Oh, Just get out. Nice, Stacey Ruff. Out. Get, get out. Thank you, Stacey Ruff. Paul, hey. says, Paul says Roger Goodell's out there twitching. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Goodell ain't twitched in years, bro. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Hey, nation! (laughs) Hey, Raj, they got little blue pills for that. Oh, nice. (laughs) The generic works better. Hey, nation! (laughs) Shout out (laughs) Roman.com. No free shout outs. Oh, my God. God. Diet Coke, not a sponsor. (laughs) Uh, Hey, nation. I need that pills in my life. I need that. Hey, nation, so we lost. (laughs) Ah! What? <laughs> <laughs> We're all just laughing at inside baseball shit. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey nation! Hey! So we lost. <laughs> Ah, what the hell? We were supposed to pull the panties off the sparklers and expose their bare naked asses. No! That concludes the dramatic portion of this email. We just lost to the adults. It was bitter, but we'll come back next week stronger than ever. Carr had a rough game, but that was probably from learning a new offense. It's only week one, so I'm not too worried that we'll fall off this season. I guess the only thing that makes me feel good about this week is that corny-ass let's ride Russell Wilson lost to the Seattle Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Seattle Seahawks. Did you see the most recent one that he's done? He What, what is oh, it? No. Uh, oh, geez. Oh, shit. I'm going to mess it up. He was... Uh, uh, Mr. Unlimited. 
Oh, no, that's been out for a while. Oh, has that been out oh, for a while? Oh, that's like a year old. Oh, well, I don't follow Russell Wilson, so I well, just saw it you. the other day, and yeah. I was like, so that you he is the cringiest person Dude, on the face of the what earth. about the sparkly mint green suit that he wore to the game? When I saw that, I'm like, oh, they're losing. You can't, uh, Jamarcus Russell lost, and, and his freaking fur coat thought that was He tacky. wore a green suit when he went to go play like his former C- teams, yeah. the green, the green team. Machine, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a, like a mint, a mint green, like glitter thing with a pair of freaking like Ray-Bans and uh, it was Sierra's. He must have, he must have yeah, shopped out of Sierra's closet. <laughs> hey, so what's, he, and they gave him all the effing money. So, you know, and the worst but part is, is they gave him all the money. They got, they got fourth and one. And they chose to kick a 64-yard yeah. field goal. That's a lot of confidence in all that money oh you spent. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. you know, Jeff, you you're the, you called it out early on about, like, how— and I'm sorry, I mean to totally derail this email, but, like, but I think it's a salient point that, like, Russell Wilson is a good quarterback. I don't think anybody would argue that. But the Seahawks were great— because they had Marshawn Lynch and the Legion of Boom and Michael Bennett. And, like, that's why they were great. Yep. They weren't great because of Russ. Yeah. Russ was fine. But the reason that they beat the shit out of the Broncos in that freaking Super Bowl, yeah. why not have anything to do with Russ? Exactly, exactly. You know, we know we know what it looks like to see a, uh, a guy that rides coattails. And he does it better than anybody. Amen, you know, dude. And so and he Kinda got a like- massive-ass payday. And yeah, and he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to, you know, answer to that. And look at the Seahawks. Look what they did with the with their. They, they looked. I don't know if you watch that game, yeah. but defensively, they kind of look like a Seahawks team. And the Broncos, the Broncos have a like a good roster. Like there's a good offense there to be had. And they, I mean, I was. Did you watch that game, Mark? I did. That was insane. I wasn't did. It? it was nuts. And you know what was what was really funny is that he 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 just he. Just looked, he looked out of place. He looked out of yes. sync. He looked out. Yes, you know. It, uh, granted, there was a lot of them that did, but uh, that I thought that was just an insult, man, to bring that kicker in for a sixty-four yard oh. attempt. Just, just an absolute insult. And did you see the stuff with Peyton and Eli? All that stuff that they do on ESPN or whatever. Oh, and no, Peyton, yeah. Peyton's over there watching the game, going, "Call timeout, call timeout, call time." What are they doing? Call timeout, call timeout, and then the clock's running down, running down, and then they send the kicker in. I'm like, holy cow. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, uh, I lo- uh, kill Jadis in the chat says, Russ's spirit animal is a Prius. Prius, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, let me finish these emails. Yeah, uh, please, please. So uh, I was I was right in the middle of Raider Shank's email, and I got towards the end, and it says, don't worry, Nation, next week we'll come back, <clears throat> beat the asses off the Redbirds, and show Kyler Murray what he should have done. He should have done his homework on Mad Max Crosby. Take care, Nation. Raider Shank, proud made man and second most northern Raider fan. P.S. Until I can phone phone b- afford phone bills, <laughs> I can't call in the show. Sorry. Ah, uh, Raider uh, Shank, appreciate you're you. You're a good boy. Hey, Go do your homework, buddy. Absolutely. You can always record a message and you can mail it to us, too, because that's the way uh, some of our folks from overseas do it. And, uh, and appreciate you, uh, Raider Shank. Dear RFR, well, week one is passed, and unfortunately, our Raiders weren't able to get the win. But it's clear that Devontae is still Devontae without Rodgers. Ten catches and 141 yards. I think Carr was staring him down too much, and when pressure was around him, he was looking downfield instead of tucking the ball and running. He's taken sacks and fumbling. 
I don't know that I agree with all that. Also, Josh Jacobs had a solid game. I don't know why they didn't use him more often. He was running with a purpose and angry, which I love. Now on to the defense. They played one hell of a game. Three interceptions and only two points. Only, excuse me, only three points given up in such an improvement from last season. Nate Hobbs is the real deal. Mad Max is still relentless, and Chandler Jones was winning his matchups so much, the Chargers resulted, in, uh, uh, resulted to holding him in the rest of the game. Sorry, Chandler. Welcome to being a Raider. You get held 97% of the time <laughs> and get the call 2% of the time. On to week two versus the Redbirds, who just got the piss whipped out of them by KC. I expect the Raiders to take care of business, and I think Jones gets two and a half sacks in this game. Hopefully Carr can bounce back and lead the boys to victory. Here's to the home opener. Daniel Mangus, proud made man, two-time Gemini man award winner. <laughs> All right. Good job, Daniel Mangus. <laughs> Greetings, RFR. All right. We're all feeling like characters from the movie Hangover. <laughs> and we've had lots of chances to go back and see exactly what went wrong. So one of the main questions that keeps coming up is whether Derek is looking for his buddy a little too often. Well, when you have one of the premier route runners in the NFL and he is facing a cover two, man, you're probably going to take your shots. However, there was a particular setup that Derek received the snap from behind the, the right hash mark while Devontae was split out past the numbers on the opposite side. This is a long throw to make, even if number 17 is able to find the soft spot between corner and cover safety. There was not enough room for separation on the sidelines, and the ball had no chance of being caught. However, Matt Collins was wide open in the middle of the field, right in front of Carr, and he, he, he was... This is poorly worded here and he has got to start recognizing that that he was there and trusting it now on the very next play Derek went right back to Devontae and he picked up 21 yards converting a third and 17 but even that drive ended in a field goal after Carr missed an open Darren Waller in the end zone most times going to Devontae would indeed be the best choice although Carr did try to spread it around a little an example of this was on the sack just before the interception at the end of the first half. In a cover two situation, Devontae was split to Derek's near side with plenty of room for separation toward the sideline. Nine times out of ten, this is the matchup you want. But Derek was deliberate in looking for a receiver on the opposite side. So he hung on to the ball way too long and he got sacked. Then the interception. The right play was actually called in this situation. If Carr had hit Waller with a quick dart in the first 5 to 10 yards off the line, Waller could have split the defenders and ended up with a big gainer. But if Carr had put a little more air under the ball, Waller could still make the catch and end up with a big gainer. Instead, Carr tried to throw a bullet, and it was picked off by a linebacker who had dropped back into coverage. On the interception intended for Devontae, the right play was called, and they had clearly taken advantage of the defensive coverage. 17 was wide open, but Derek simply underthrew the ball. This could have and should have been a touchdown. This is something that Derek can correct. These two interceptions alone flipped the narrative of the game. The third interception was just a frustrated throw, with Derek trying to force the ball to a well-covered Renfro. Sometimes those things are going to happen. But it was just compounded by the fact that Derek was not having a good game. But no worries, Nation. 
we will shake this one off and give it no more than thought that than Nathaniel Hackett coming up with the play for the, the Bunko offense. All three Charger fans are happy this week. But L.A. does not have a firm grasp on the division. In fact, Khalil Mack had a firmer grasp on his friend Derek's face mask. I think we should all start referring to the Chargers as the Kakas. Kaka is French for poop, by the way. So we can organically combine two things we neither like nor respect. Until next time, I remain your humble and faithful servant, Tihom, assistant to the assistant to the assistant GM. Of episode numbers, proud made man, multiple Sizzler recipient, and leader in the clubhouse of the Kaka Haters fan club. <laughs> nice. Nice job, Tihom. <laughs> Hello. You tell me who this is from after the first sentence. Hello, RFR family. Matthew Mingus. It starts like this. Well, shit. <laughs> That wasn't the opening game we were hoping for. This proves a point that, while dangerous, your starters need to get at least some reps in the preseason because you can't play for everything in practice. However, despite the loss, there were some positives. Devontae Adams is still Devontae Adams. No Rodgers, no problem for DA17. Has he had over 100 yards and a touchdown? He has proven in just one game that he'll still compete for tops in the league in every statistical category. Number two. The defense looks much improved. The defense seems to be much better than last year. I said to my family last year's defense would have made this an ugly loss. Monday Night Football, anyone? <laughs> I believe that PG's defense will be much improved and will help bail Carr out when needed. Sadly, with, with positives comes negatives. So let's painfully relive what made us all tip the Woodson whiskey. Carr looked Awful. D.C. looked terrible in this game. He had five turnovers to just one TD. When you give the football to the other team, you lose the game, plain and simple. The O-line looked like hot garbage once again. The, the offensive line is showing its weakest and showing it is the weakest and looks to derail another season. Thanks, Gruden. Outside of Miller and Mufford, Muf <laughs> anyway, the O-line looked like shit. And oh, I Mufford. Oh, Mufford. <laughs> Uh, and I take a, oh, oh, oh my, oh, ooh, the old line looked like the <laughs> shit I take after eating much Taco Bell. Hopefully, oh, you nasty geez, ass. I really didn't need to read that, Matthew. Ah, Matthew uh, the team as a whole can have a bounce back game against the Cardinals this week if we open the Death Star. The Cardinals got their collective asses kicked by the ketchup and mustard team and Kermit the Frog. Mm, with Miss Piggy watching in the stands. I hope our offense, mainly D.C., can Jeez. bounce back and ultimately destroy this team. Keep the faith, Raider Nation. Yours truly, Matthew Mangus, proud made man, two-time Gemini man, award Two-time, two-time, two-time. P.S. It's official. <laughs> the Twins will be there at the Death Star on December 18th, section 142. Oh! We hope to save enough to go to the dinner on Saturday. Hey, we'll see you there. Nice job, Matthew Mangus. Actually, what will probably Perfect. happen is they'll probably only have saved enough for one of them to go. Uh -huh. and, the dinner is, and the dinner is Friday. Yeah, that's all a plan. Uh, so is it, you only got to buy one ticket. Yeah, there you uh -huh. go. Uh -huh. yeah. okay, I'm with you. I'm you with can't cut the, the lanyard in half. <laughs> Evening, everybody. What an absolute joy it is to have football back. The preseason seems to have been never-ending this year, and I think that's because of all the positivity off the field. 
This has meant we have some genuine hope for the coming season. So the yearning for football became more intense. This in turn leads to higher expectation. And maybe that's why some people have overreacted to Sunday the way they have. With that in mind, I'd like to welcome back the Derek Carr haters. It's been quiet without you. You must have been <laughs> bored shitless since January with all the positivity around. It's week one, everybody. Let's not make rash comments and talk of trades and throwing in the towel. That's all ridiculous. There's no doubt that Sunday was deflating, disappointing, and anticlimactic. And there are talking points aplenty. DC did have a bad game, and by his own admission, he was too aggressive at the wrong times. But it was a great game littered with mistakes and missed opportunities. Whatever success we achieve this year, DC has to be our metronome. Sadly, on Sunday, he was moving to a different beat than the rest of the team. And his timing was badly off for most of the game. Perhaps playing starters in our final preseason game should have been considered, if only for half a game, to help sharpen, sharpen things up a bit. The lack of the running game and the lack of pressure on Bear weren't anything to do with DC, though. Not using all our receivers efficiently could certainly be labeled at him. But when you have a player like Devontae Adams, it must be difficult sometimes not to target him as often as possible. The guy is from another planet, and it's a dream to see him playing for us. There were areas within the team that I feared would underperform, and that proved to be the case. But I'm not putting that down to poor players at this stage. I'm thinking it was more like a first day at school and things being very difficult in a regular season game. There are so many new aspects to us right now, and it was going to be nigh on impossible to succeed against a fired-up Chargers team if we didn't do the basics right at the very least. The Chargers are a good team. I don't believe they're as good as experts say they are, and I don't think they did anything remarkable on Sunday, but they are a capable bunch, and when you make the mistakes we made, they are too good not to capitalize. The one thing that did annoy me more than anything else was the continuous rotation on the O-line. Surely this unsettled the players more than helping them. Eventually, when we had a settled group, then you can rotate your heart out. But these guys clearly aren't ready for that kind of a thing yet. So pick your right tackle, pick your right guard, and keep it simple. It just seemed to be confusing them, and it didn't help D.C. either. The coaches had all preseason to work on who was the correct personnel, and the system is a complicated one. So the regular season isn't the time to be doing it, especially when Judas, 52, and Bosa, the buck-nosed village idiot are around. But generally, I'm more at ease with things because of it being the first game. So I've determined not to scream and shout with panic just yet. And some of the individual performances were excellent. Devontae Adams and Nate Hobbs in particular, while Jonathan Abram had his moments as well. Don't get me wrong, though. I hate losing. And Sunday, I wasn't the best person to be around for an hour or so after the game. I especially hate it when it's against a bunch of overhyped pretty boys who think they're better than they are. And because despite the mistakes, we had the game in the palm of our hand at the end and should have won it. It has to get better, and I have faith that it will. The NFL season is a marathon, not a sprint. Next week could be a different email, though, if we see the same thing happening against the Cardinals. 
Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Egerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five, five time, time, five time, five time, plus one, plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Let's go. Nice job, Paul. 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 I'm Paul. Uh, we appreciate you, Paul. Incredible email tonight. Incredible from everybody that uh, emailed the show tonight. Uh, T3 Sports Guy in the chat says, Mosh is a busy man tonight. Let's give it up for Uncle Mosh for all those emails. Hey, Let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice, nicely done, Uncle Mosh. Definitely had the heavy lifting for the show tonight. Thank you, sir. Uh, we appreciate you so very, very much. All right, let's get on to the voicemails uh, in the Sea of Fans mailbag. And we always kick a, kick this segment off with our good friend Aaron because he's the capo because every crew needs a captain. And so Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, uh, leads the crew for the made men and women. And we've got a new made man tonight and can't wait to share that with you here in a minute. But until then, let's kick off the segment with our good friend Aaron, the Q-Dog Greetings, I'm America. Sig Larry Moss on the bar, Sonny. Our sergeant on the sizzler. Big Raider trucker. Mojo from when the universe speaks. Ramon the Mean King. Swag Jeff. Wild Raider. Tough spot ahead. McCann from the Inebra Nation. Ron the Mater Raider. 0-1 Nation. <laughs> I was pissed that the Fort Worth uh, local CBS station decided not to air our game, but instead the Chiefs versus Cardinals. But, you know, maybe it's a good thing that we didn't have our, our piss-poor performance on display for the entire nation to see. Many offensive lines across the league, they had a uh, you know, poor production week one, and I'll be damned if our offensive unit didn't look even worse than the rest of the league. Losing one on the road to an arch rival by only five points after giving ass for three turnovers and providing no pass protection, or better yet, no pass rush of our own, I mean, it, it, it was just a monstrous crap of the bed on all accounts. Now, thanks, by the way, to Khalil Mack for exposing our Raiders' weakness on national television. More on that in a minute. Uh, it probably is a good thing that less of the country got to witness the divisional loss to the Superchargers. I mean, congrats to them for winning, I guess, um, their game of the year, no doubt. The Raiders' QB, uh, you know, um Against QB, Justin Herbert, Bear, whatever Moss wants to call him, I concur. I mean, this guy still has all the pundits starstruck with his pedestrian performance where he threw three touchdowns against no picks. I mean, he had no pressure. Typically, football teams, they make their biggest leap from weeks one and two. So, you know, it's not really too much for us to overreact, even though I was overreactionary this past Sunday evening. Chris. Improving on yielding six sacks, three turnovers, and no takeaways for us, the Raiders had the ball with a chance to win at the end of the game. Who could ask for more? The run defense was solid, holding Eckler to 36 yards on 14 carries. Also, the Chargers' final five possessions, they only had two first downs. And, you know, next Sunday, 
it's our home opener. We're going to play the uh, Arizona Cardinals, who uh, they had a pretty rough outing themselves uh, this past Sunday, and it doesn't seem like all's going well in their building. But anyhow, one thing is for sure. The Raiders, uh, we were dead wrong as a nation about Khalil Mack this offseason. Mac, a player once, you know, endeared yeah. by the Raider Nation, destroyed. He had a good destroyed. game, a good game man. I heard feelings. When Mac signed with the I mean, Bulls, um, he was called everything right? from a has-been to washed up to injury-prone. Mac put all that mess to rest this past weekend against the Nation in Week 1, mostly dominating the Raiders' prize left tackle, Colton Miller, throughout this matchup. And I thought the right tackle was going to be a problem. It's definitely a cause for concern regarding Josh McDaniel's offensive line. By the game's conclusion, Mack compiled six tackles, um, three of which were for loss, and three more were for uh, uh, sacks, and he had a forced fumble. If you're looking for a master class in pass rushing, that was it, baby. Now, it's woefully obvious that the Raiders' loss also was partly the fault of Derek Carr's poor play. DC4 either forced balls into covers or held on to the ball far too long. Someone, anyone, Tell that dude that it's okay to scramble out of the pocket in order to salvage drives. It was just a rough outing all around. People thought Devontae Adams was going to take a step backwards in production without Aaron Rodgers. Sunday was a reminder of just how good DA-17 truly is. As Rodgers missed the man, likely, who made him look far better than he actually is over the past few years in his loss to the Minnesota Vikings. DA-17 was, I guess, the shiny... Um, Peanut in the lump of poo the Raiders produced on this past Sunday, <laughs> finishing with 10 receptions for 141 yards and a touchdown. DA-17 did anything he wanted out there on the field. And just imagine how much more he could have done, more productive he would have been, if the offensive line would have been a little bit tougher in their pass protection. Conversely, running back Josh Jacobs quietly ran for 57 yards on 10 carries in total, he played 60% of the team's offensive snaps, a figure that should increase over the Raiders' next few games. Jacobs, uh, who missed three games last season due to injury, flashed additional glimpses of his ability to rush. The former Alabama star went ahead and he caught a pass from D.C. for a 16-yard game. This guy is productive, and we shouldn't give up on him so readily. The Raiders ran 13 um, you know, times versus the Bolts. Um, and that's just an anemic number. And DC4, who again threw three interceptions, it's just not what we need to see as a team. Now, there are some stats out there from Pro Football Focus, and I'm not even going to go into them because they suck. It makes sense for <laughs> Joshua Daniels to run more in the Las Vegas home opener against those Arizona Cardinals in Week 2. An effective running game could make All-Pro DA17 even more effective regarding his home week use that we all saw, or his away game uh, that we saw week one. And, yeah, I'll, kill, I'll call so fire home game, and, and we blew it. We had an ample opportunity in order to, you know, do more of what we had available. Oh. Eparaders.com. The Athletics' Tashawn Reed wrote, uh, Jacob's running well isn't surprising. He's shown he can be one of the better backs in the league when healthy. In the immortal words of Easy E, easier said than done. Silver linings. Nate Hobbs started outside after spending his rookie season exclusively in the slot. The re- results were most impressive. Hobbs was very active defending the run and finished with six tackles. In pass defense, 
he was assigned Mike Williams, who just received a big old balloon extension. Um, for what it's worth, the only thing that, you know, the, the superchargers saw as a result was two receptions for 10 yards as defended by Hobbs. Sunday was, you know, just the start to his breakout season, in my humble estimation. It makes the brush say, Trayvon who? The hit list. Robert Sarver, Jackson Mahomes, Roger Goodell, Daniel Snyder, Jim Rowe, Mike Wilbon, Jason Whitlock forever. Insurrectionist. Let's ride, jackasses. Send out the field goal unit. Root. <laughs> nice. Nice. There he is, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. We appreciate you, Aaron. Uh, good stuff there from Aaron, who always kicks off this segment. All right, let's jump into these voicemails before we get out of here for the night. I uh, appreciate everybody that is in the chat room tonight. Some new folks jumping in there. Talking shit. One of my favorite names is in there, PSP Raiderette. William Holcomb is in there. Fabricator Gill. Paul is in there. Ms. Molly. Uh, Lencho is in there. Pineapple. Uh, so many of our good friends. Anthony is in there. And uh, so let's go ahead and check in with the rest of these. And we're going to kick it off with our good buddy in San Diego again. Thinking about you, brother. Thinking about Miss Libby and much yes, prayers. Yes, sir. And, and, uh, and yeah, and can't wait to see. I know you're not going to make it to Tennessee, but we will look forward to hopefully seeing you in December uh, when we are out there in Vegas. Ojo down in San Diego. Just calling in, man. Uh, had a good time watching our first game. Uh, I hate the way it turned out, right? We always want a dub. But we're Raider fans. We're used to losing a few games. Uh, the future's bright. But I got a little message for everybody, and I, and I don't mean to disrespect – uh, any uh, made women or Raiderettes out there, but for everybody who's just crying and complaining because we dropped the game to the Chargers, listen, make sure you dispose of your feminine hygiene products properly. <laughs> um, and uh, off to the game, too. We'll see you guys in Arizona. I mean, well, in Vegas, sorry, against Arizona. Uh, me and, and uh, Fabricator Gill are going to be eating and cooking and drinking some booze before we head into the stadium. Just win, baby. Mojo out. Ah, there he is, Mojo. There may be about three people in the world that can get away with that. Mojo's definitely one of them. Mojo's definitely one of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Much respect, Mojo, and uh, definitely look up him and Fabricator Gill. Uh, I guess it sounds like they're doing a tailgate. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We need to, you need to let us know where you're going to be, buddy, as soon as you get that info. And we'll, Absolutely. We'll send it out. So we can send people on to say hello, man. Absolutely. All right, next up, let's check in with our buddy. Uh, we've seen him in the chat room now all the time, but for the first time, I believe that he's called the show. This is William yep. Holcomb. Hey, what's up, Nation? This is William Holcomb from the 530 NorCal. Represent well, sorry to say it, Nation, it's over. We lost to the Chargers. We threw a bazillion picks. Car can't throw anymore. We can't do anything right. Time to start looking at possible first overall picks, Nation. Oh, f- that. That's not my style. That's not our style. Come on, Nation. Rise up. It's one loss. Adams is as advertised. It's not like we lost by 100 points. Look at some of these other teams that are supposedly top teams in the NFL. Green Bay getting blown out by the Vikings. The Niners lost to the fucking worst possible roster in the NFL. Come on. It's all right. It's time to channel our inner hippie and R-E-L-A-X relax. Nice. Come on, nation. Let's put them boots to asses. We got a good comeback game coming up next week. And unless we're playing Call of Duty, 
Kyler Murray ain't gonna do shit. So <laughs> nice. Let's represent. Let's start the season next week. Let's forget about that loss. We'll get back on track, Nation. And one more thing. Nice job, William Holcomb. We appreciate you. Uh, so I can see the, the area codes, you know, when people call in. Chico represent, man. Chico State Wildcats, man. Uh, good, right on. Good, good stuff up there. So I got a former student who just posted she took her kids to their first college game, and it was at Chico. And they were all decked out in bulldog stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She, she, uh, she and her husband just got out of the service. And he's a tech guy, and so they relocated right outside of Chico, and they took him to their first Chico game. You're How breaking fun. you're breaking news to me because I lived in Chico for a while. I, yeah. I went to school at Butte, where Aaron Rodgers went to right, school. Right, right, right. They they killed the football program years and years ago. Did they rekindle it? Are they playing I, football? I'm not games? sure, but I'll, I'll get all the stats for you. I just saw I saw the post yesterday. How fun is yeah, that? That's great. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Chico State represent man. That's that's cool, man. Good stuff there. All right. Um, uh, so let's check. Okay, so that's William Holcomb. Let's check in now with the newest made man here on uh, on Raiders Fan Radio. Let's check in with Josh in the 703. Josh is like, he's got a very, very consistent theme to his calls. Perfect. This guy is the freaking, this is the, all of you are the best, but I love this because he's one of our new guys. And, and, he's, uh, and he's getting made tonight. And he's getting made tonight. So let's check this out. This is awesome. Hey, Murph, Flag, um, Josh Collins. First off, I want to give a shout out to Mikey Raiders. I was just watching this show. OG still love his content when he does put it out. Also, can we pump the brakes? Yeah, we had a game. It's not the way we wanted it to go. Offense couldn't keep it going. Defense they struggled at a time, but we still almost won the game. We had three interceptions, a fumble, six sacks almost. And we still almost won the game. And I'm still trying to understand this. Why is it that people just can't, they can't get that, like they flip-flop. Oh, we want Carr to throw the ball deeper, be aggressive. Oh, he's holding the ball too long. You know, what do you want the man to do? You want him to go long? Well, he's got to hold the ball off. You get mad when he dinks and dunks. You know what I mean? He was trying to be aggressive. I can appreciate that. They've got to clean up some things. They got to, he's got to sometimes take that shorter route. But you just can't please some people. You know, we got the Cardinals coming up next. I think that could be a really good way to get ourselves reset. So to set it all off, man, <laughs> Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, oh, I love those calls. That's the best. So good. Nice job, Josh. And uh, congratulations, you are the newest made man here on Raiders Fan Radio. And as soon as I find the made man clip, I will play it. Swag Jeff, tell us about what, what that is to be made. Oh my gosh, We if you call us three times or email us an indefinite amount of times, uh, however long, you know, if, if you send good emails, then it could be three or, you know, or two or, you know, however many, you know, but, uh, but yeah, you could become a made man, made woman, and you get, uh, you get an awesome intro, whether you're a man or a woman, uh, we have cool creative stuff for the man, made man and made woman stuff. So, so here it is. Here's for you, Josh. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. 
showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio. You have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, congratulations, Josh, in the 703, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Welcome, welcome, you've got welcome. A, you've got a seat at the table, so that is the inner circle. Uh, that is the, <laughs> you, 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 you can't get more uh, tied into this show than becoming a made man or made woman, and congratulations. All Did right. You have <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm okay. good. I'm okay. going to keep going. Okay. Here we go. Right. I was going to speak, and then I thought, you yeah. know what? I'm about worded out. You're about worded I'm out? I'm about worded out. Here we go. Okay. I don't need to talk anymore. All right. I'm good. All right. Hey, and by the way, buck the full dogs, as, the, as San Jose State fans would say. <laughs> is that what they said? Yeah, so it's Fresno State is what Masha was talking I was, about. I got confused. You got confused. But Chico State Wildcats, yeah, there is no football program anymore, sadly. Um, but Fresno State has Fresno one. State. Yeah, they yeah. were at Fresno State, and, and that's why I said Bulldogs. That's right. And yeah. so us San Jose natives, that's what we say is buck the full dogs. Because even though we love the idea that Derek and Devontae are, are Bulldogs and now they're reunited. But we didn't know that back then. We didn't know that back then. That's exactly right. All right, let's go to uh, the opposite side, the opposite side of the country. Let's go to the <laughs> the other coast, which is in New Jersey. And let's check in with good friend of the show. This is so funny. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put my thumb on the scale, but you guys know, I love this guy's calls and let's check in with our good buddy, Rev Raider. What's going on, Murph? Uncle my Speaking of Bulldogs. young swaggo nation. This is Rev Raider calling from Jersey. Um, so we'll start off. Let's tell a little story. When I was in high school, my junior year, football going into my senior year you know after the after the season's over you know most of your coaches have that end of year meeting and stuff like that and they told me the following year because I, I they wanted me to play tailback because my junior year I played fullback so one of the guys a grade higher than me he came to me and he was just like oh well, what they say to you and I was like oh they said they want me to be um the starting tailback next year and he laughed at me and so I'm like, excuse my friend, what the fuck is so funny? I'm about to ride out, you know. So I used that, him, you know, doubting me as fuel for the next year. And I went out and balled out the next year, you know. And that's kind of how I feel right now with all the armchair quarterbacks right now sitting here saying we need to trade. DC, we never should have re-signed him. We need to get rid of uh, Josh McDaniels. That's crazy, man. It happens. It's week one, new system. DC was trying to do a little bit more than he would he needed to do. You know, he's trying to force the issue at times. You know, yeah, I'm sure he's hard on himself more than any of us are right now. So he'll bounce back. We'll be okay. You know, there were other quarterbacks. One quarterback. That sucked last week, you know, in his words, relax, you know, we'll be all right. The new system, everybody needed to get a little bit better, you know. There's some things that everybody can improve on for the next week, you know. And we need to, we need to just look forward, you know, 
treat it like I know some of you have significant others who've had kids and nursing mothers, you know. Treat it like breastfeeding. Pump and dump. Yeah, let it go. <laughs> but that's about it, you know. I just wanted to jump on and say we just got to hold it down. You know, don't be self-fulfilling prophecies of negativity. Thank you. You know, this our team. Support our team. Don't say they're going to suck for the rest of the year. Don't say all of that. Stay positive. Rock with your team. All right? Peace. Oh, I love it. Good job. Right on. Rev Raider, man. I love it. Yeah, don't don't air that stuff. Don't speak that shit into existence. Like, yeah, look, none of, none of us are happy with the way the first game came out, but let's not say, like, oh, that's it, season's over. Like, the sky's falling. Like, no, man, don't speak that into existence. Like, let's keep, let's keep positive. Like I, like I mentioned on, on, on Silver and Black today, like, without hope, all that's left is despair. And what are you going to do? You're just going to be a sad sack for 16 more weeks or 17 right. more weeks because you got a bye week? Like, what's the point of that? Like, like be encouraged by the good things and like hopefully like and like lift those things up because otherwise like why do you why are you even a fan exactly you know what i mean you just sit around and talk shit about the team like then just don't even you know, watch. people like that need to play golf thank you because and i'll say <laughs> and i'll just say this because i've never met a happy golfer right. golfers are golf, yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. sorry all you guys out there that play golf you ought to play like murph and i play he drives the cart and I hit as many damn balls as I can. Yes. I'm going out there. I'm going to pay my ungodly amount of money to be on that course. I'm going to swing a lot. <laughs> I don't want to. Ju- I don't. I don't want to just swing like 18 holes, 89 times. No, I'm going for 289. <laughs> and Murph's going to be Mur- Murph. Murph can has a, a system where he can provide me with golf balls. Yes. I'm going to. When we're out there, and if it's a fancy course, and there's people's houses, I'm shooting for their damn pool. <laughs> I want to have fun. I want to hit that ball. And I don't look for balls. Now, if, hell it, if no. it goes into the rough like they all do, I just drop one close. <laughs> I'll tee the song bitch up on the fairway. I want to have fun. I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Because you never <laughs> met a happy golfer. People that take golf serious are miserable sons of bitches. They just, they just get out there and they go, oh man, well, I should, you know. No, stop it. If you're a sad sack about the Raiders, you're probably a sad sack in life. Quit it. Sorry. Well, I was going to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. Sad sack. It's really my family. That's my team. That's my quarterback. Sad sack. I'll be, I'll be lying if I said that it didn't bother me. Sad sack. Sometimes emotions is what makes a person. Sad sack. I promise, Miss, I wouldn't do this. But um, as I said. There comes a time when, when, uh, Sad sack. Oh, I just changed my shirt. My chicken! Sad sack. <laughs> I'm sad sack, am I? <laughs> you complete me. Sad sack. All right. Let's go. <laughs> that was so funny, Mosh. That was amazing. I'm going to have to isolate that Majorant right there. Oh, that yeah. A, that was a good one. It's, it's just, it's just sometimes I just have to speak my heart. And that's... <laughs>
When you go in on Chiefs fans, the French, and golfers, oh, those are my three favorite segments ever on this show. <laughs> All right, let's uh, next up. Let's you know, the funny thing is I've been doing that most of my life. <laughs> even, even 20 years before this show, you grew up hearing that crap. Yeah, that's why it's so funny to me. You, you weren't even old enough, and I'd make you drive the cart and hand me beer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and when you golf with Mosh, I'll just say this and and listen. Use your use your mental uh, capacity. Pants are optional. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Pants don't always last. No, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> and, and I don't always <laughs> ride well in the cart. <laughs> no, because you, you stick to the seats. <laughs> <laughs> no, no shit. You get out there and it's hot, right? Especially in Tennessee. And you're weird. They got it. And they make you wear shorts. Okay. And so you get this whole vinyl bondage alert thing working. And you go, you get up and you got like skin, skin pieces stuck into the chair. And then you just got to whack that damn thing. I only need three clubs. You got to whack that thing like Roger Goodell. Hey. <laughs> oh I putt with a driver. <laughs> Hey, nobody's going to judge. No. All right. Uh, but I, you know what? I have more fun on the golf course oh, than yeah, anybody I know. All right. Let's check in with someone else who putts with a driver. Let's check in with our good buddy, the Raider Born Rico. Uh, <laughs> or, or he drives with a putter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm betting he's got the big clubs. All right. So let's go. With, let's check in with our buddy. Turn the lights down uh, yeah, and enjoy the dulcet tones. Of, and actually, I like Raider Born Rico when he's a little feisty. And Raider oh, Born Rico, sure. hey, coming off a loss, he's a little feisty. Takes a little bit of a run at Derek Carr. Come on. And always got to respect it. Let's check in with our good friend Rico. Hey, guys. Raider Born Rico here. So let's go straight oh to the point before we have a drink together, okay? I get this is a teamwork and the loss is a team loss. A win is a team win. But, man, you got to learn from your mistakes and do something about it. And I'm talking to you, DC. Me and Sonny left you in that game against Washington. That was your payback game. And you didn't show up. Then uh, you went against the Muppets and get whooped, whooped badly again. See, people like me and Sonny, we will still support you because you are the most important piece of our team. But I see players making progress, playing better and better. I see the organization getting more valuable play players every damn year. Do I have to write you the list of big names to play with you? You would be surprised, man. I've seen different coaching staff playing with you, changing their scheme to adapt to your style. And you still, still have the same scary little lamb eyes doing the same mistakes over and over. Oh, yes, but the offensive line is not protecting him. Bullshit. <laughs> Be a man and get out of that shell, man. Jeff Ostetler... Hostetler, I never knew how to pronounce Hostetler, it. Hostetler, yeah. was 10 times more of a gaffy quarterback than you. He wasn't scared of anybody. He was running in front of a defender and trash-talking to him as well after beating him on down. 
And trust me, they were real baddest defender at the time. So change your mentality, embrace the Raider mystique for real, because it's easy to say, oh, I just want to be a Raider, I'm going to be a Raider, otherwise I will, I will retire. Nah, you got to uh, demonstrate you're a Raider, show that you're a Raider, become a bad guy, like a role changing in wrestling, because we mean, we baddest, we Raiders, and we pillaging just for fun. Ooh, so, nice. Anyway, I'm here on holiday in Slovakia. Um, they got this fantastic homemade distilled fruit spirit that is considered as a, as a cure for everything, you know. It's, it's like a nectar of the gods. So this is an homemade <laughs> distilled uh, right, yeah, right. with plums that I have in front of me, 52 degrees, and I'm drinking it with you. Let me get it. Raise your glasses, nation. I'm going to come better time, I think. Um, that a car can do it, it will change his mentality, and then uh, he's gonna put a ringer on his hand. Other, otherwise, he got to pack his bag and get the fuck out. <laughs> Cheers to all of you. Love you, Red Nation. Love you all from the bottom of my heart. Salute. Daiko. Salute, Rico. Nice job, buddy. Oh my gosh, love Raiderborn Rico and appreciate. I like the I like feisty Rico. I love it. I love it when Derek Carr gets feisty. I like it when Rico gets feisty and he, and he calls him out, man. Good stuff there from our good friend Raiderborn Rico. We, we you know we we give him a, a hard time, you know, or not or not even a hard time, but we give him like you know about the dulcet tones and all that. But his takes are always on point, man. We always appreciate hearing from our good friend Raiderborn Rico. All right, one more to get to before we get out of here for the night. Uh, let's check in with our buddy. Um, we call him the northernmost Raider fan. He calls himself that as well. Up there in Anchorage, Alaska. And he is Kill Jadis, and he always calls in with his good buddy, Raider Macho Savage. Well, so much for your 24-0 and season. Look at what we had. The old line getting dominated to where Carr couldn't throw a touchdown to save his life. Maybe even Carr getting sacked and fumbling the ball. It's like we've never improved offensively. Oh, hush. It's just one loss. Yeah, it looks like we didn't. We won't be hitting immortality anytime soon. But that's just one loss. And it'll make the one Georgia fan in the crowd happy that his team won something. Well, all that I know is that we should have had our starters play for at least one quarter for the preseason to get the kinks out. And good Lord, that offensive line. Even Colton Miller was getting freaking bullied. Oh, water under the bridge, my dude. We start off crude, but we'll end up hot and fully functional. Our own line's got a few kinks to work out, but we'll be off it. We'll be just fine. Our defense kept us in the game, and the connections between Adams and Carr were like having fine wine, to which we will dine on every time Carr throws one of his beautiful dimes. Ah, yes, the dimes that he forcefully threw multiple times to get intercepted. Carr was a little too excited for this game. He needs to make better throws. But then again, maybe he was just rushed because of the O-line. It's just a case of bad luck. At least little of me here. Do you feel like the Chargers beat us? No, we beat ourselves. Exactly. One less turnover, and we would have won. Two less turnovers, and we would have had a two-possession game in our favor. Guaranteed. Okay. And we can at least agree 
That is just one game. We still have plenty of football left. Of course. So bring on the little birdies, as Kyle, Kyler Murray's going to need a stool to reach the heights that we're going to go. Ooh, yeah. All right, there he is, our good buddy, Kill Jadis, up there in Alaska. And before I throw it to Uncle Mosh, who's going to announce the Sizzler Award tonight, that's our uh, the best of the emails or phone calls of the night, uh, I want to shout out uh, Fabricator Gill in the IE, who's going to be in Lot J. So him and, and oh, Mojo, thank you. Yeah. look for those guys in Lot J if you want to hang out with them and, and, and party with those guys. Uh, look for them in Lot J and tell them that uh, Raiders Fan Radio sent you, and I'm sure they'll recognize you by name anyways. So tonight... Man, we started off emails. It was a lot. We had uh, JB, Stacy Ruff, uh, Shank, T-Hom, and both Mangai, and, of course, his lordship, Paul. And all oh. of them basically pretty much the same thing. They, they talked about with passion about last week and, and what we felt went wrong, what we felt went right, and, and uh, a lot of them speculated on how wonderful next week is going to be when we're here talking about our first victory when we look at the, uh, the beginning of our 16-game win streak. Nice. Let's go, Mosh. And so then Capo. Capo, my new my new favorite nickname for uh, he's got all kinds of nicknames Capo and Q Dog and blah blah blah. But Shiny Peanut, come on now, that was so funny. That, that was, was so funny. Was and then it was great to hear from Mojo. Man, we we haven't heard from the Mojo nice, in a minute, yeah. man. Uh, uh, basically, hey, Mojo said like a lot of us said we're loose used to losing a few. Okay, we're not the 72 Dolphins. There's only been one. You know, we're going to lose a few. Let's get them out of the way and then move on. William Holcomb, first-time caller. Rise up, nation. Relax. Channel your inner hippie. (sighs) R to the E to the L to the A to the X. Relax. Josh in the 703. F. Kyler Murray. He's a made man. Rev Redder. Don't tell us we can't do it. Pump and dump, people. <laughs> Support us year long. We're not we're not short-term fans. We're in for the long haul. Rico took a shot at a nice little run at DC4. Pineapple said Rico is passionate. Rico's a lot of things. Passionate is one of Amen. them. Amen. Uh, and then Kill Jadis re- reminisced about the game. Talked on it a little bit. Gave us his take, good and bad, the way he can do when you you have multiple personalities in Alaska. But tonight, the Sizzler, the BRT Sizzler goes to the Pumper and the Dumper, Rev Raider. (laughs) Congratulations, Rev. Sizzler. 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 <laughs> nice job, Rev. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. <laughs> Throw it to ha 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 Put him on your fantasy football team. Do you, have, do you have him, Jeff? Who? Hobbs. Uh, I have the Raider defense. Okay, there you go. And, you have and I have Matt Collins. That's too. what I'm saying. There you yeah. go. Yeah. 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 In my in my content creator league, I have all the Raiders. No, how'd you do this week? Oh, I came in second place in in that league. Did you really? 
With all Raiders? Well, out of in my matchup, it was second out of two teams. Uh. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I think I played Samoan Raider and and Samoan has got like like three Chargers and a Chief and a Bronco on his team. So well, you know. Well So who really won? I was gonna say, and like Mosh will say, I'm not gonna judge you, but I'm thinking about you. Or is that what, <laughs> what is it? Was that what, what is it with the saying that you have about that? About like I'm not judging you, but I'm I'm what is it? Damn it. Did I mess it up? Yeah. What is it? Uh I don't know. I'll come back with. Okay, next come week. back. Yeah, I think the only the, the only Raiders the, the only Raiders that aren't on my fantasy team, I let Graphic take Devontae and Darren Waller. So. Wow. Oh, so you're already at a disadvantage. Yeah. Well, you, you know, have two of the biggest scores that are going to be there, but you still ride with all Raiders anyways. It's all Raiders, man. It's all much, Raiders every day, baby. Much respect, Swag Jeff. So for those of you that are in the chat room tonight, and I'll leave it to Jeff to shut you up. Ask why am I wearing eye black? It's because we filmed one of the best teaser trailers or, or whatever trailers that we've ever done around here uh, for this weekend's tailgate or next week. Is it this weekend? No, next weekend's tailgate. Yeah. Coming up against uh, against two weeks. Titans, two weeks. Thank you, <laughs> Uncle Mosh. I'm just going to go ahead and turn it over to these guys because apparently it's running late. But anyways, check out that trailer. It'll be up on all of our socials and you'll see why I'm wearing eye black. Swag Jeff, take us out of here. Absolutely. And thanks to everyone in the chat. Paul is in there. Pineapple, William Holcomb, Fabricator Gill, Michelle Sweat, Paul, Tyrone Graves, Tall Ken Chits in there, Kill Jadis, Foxy Scorpio, Tider Raider. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode. Uh, we raised 70 bucks for the One Nation hey, Foundation tonight. let's go. Yeah, so hey, so and don't forget, everybody, mark it down a week from today. Put a big star and a circle on your calendar because we're auctioning this off. Yes. We're, yeah, we're going to raffle this bad boy off for the One Nation Foundation a week from tonight. It's exactly a week from right now that we'll be announcing a winner of this. Hey, man. Uh, so, yeah, so get in the mix, man. It's all for the One Nation Foundation. Uncle Mosh, take us home, dude. All right. Well, we got about 26 seconds left, so I wanted to say goodnight, everybody. We appreciate you all. Smash that, smash that like button one last time on your way out the door. Tonight... Man, what a great night. My little buddy Swaggy J over there to my right and my one and only favorite nephew. Don't tell Sonny I said that. To my left, you got your old Uncle Mosh. And we've been listening to, playing a little bit, having some fun on Raiders Fan Radio. Whoa, I ran out of time. Where, (laughs) (laughs) Where we've taken a lighter side journey into the dark side. Like John Madden used to say, don't worry about the horse being blind. Just load the wagon. What happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Thanks for tuning in tonight and giving us a shout there, Mojo. And just for you, adios, malingerers. Good night, everybody. Be safe. Wear your seatbelts. God bless. Goodbye. Good night, YouTube. And, oh, where do I hit? Where's the button? Hit the button, stupid. There we go. Just press the damn button, nerd. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.